It's a hometown tradition. Playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends. For the pride and glory for the name across the front of the jersey. Eagle Country 99.3 is your home for East Central, Lawrenceburg, Milan, and South Dearborn football. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Dearborn County Casa, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeFille Pharmacies, Caring Heating and Cooling, Ag Ford and Greendale, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Safe Passage Inc., U.S. Army, Lawrenceburg, Recruiting Station, Wardway Fuels, Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. It's game time. Well, you could pass for a better weather evening for some high school football. Yes, indeed, Friday Night Lights here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Alongside Happy Jack, I'm Double T, and we're coming to you live from Milan High School. Playoff atmosphere here tonight. Big game feel here tonight as the Milan Indians and the North Decatur Chargers are going to tangle in a mid-Indiana football conference clash of the Titans. Happy Jack, we couldn't be more thrilled to be here, and what a beautiful evening as well. Oh, my goodness. Is it ever, Double T? So thankful to be here. Let me tell you, you talked earlier about us bringing the energy, bringing the excitement. Well, that's exactly what we've got for you. This matchup is squared off to be one of the better matchups that we've had so far here on our broadcast. I'm talking very high scoring, very high impact. Uh, going to see a lot of different things happen, a lot of movement parts. Because I tell you what, it seems like so many of these guys are playing both ways, and they're always on the move. Well, I tell you what, we've had a lot of intriguing matchups thus far in our high school football broadcast schedule. But uh, tonight, perhaps the biggest game of them all so far, because this game could go a long way to determine who wins the Mid-Indiana Football Conference. Now, coming into tonight, North Decatur is 3-1, and one, and they are 3-0 and oh in the conference, uh, of course, three of their first four games coming against conference opponents. This is going to be the first conference game for Milan. Of course, they're one and two on the season. They went through that 3A gauntlet and didn't actually play last week, but a little bit of unfinished business from last year. Uh, this Milan team lost one point in the sectional final. But uh, Coach Langferman told me in the pregame that they're not thinking about last year, but it's certainly on the minds of maybe the fans in the stands. Well, it has to be. You know, when they were at class, when they were at school, everybody's talking about, hey, this is not going to be the year. We're not letting one point come between us and potentially a conference championship, which is exactly what this matchup could be, could determine tonight. I mean, there's a lot to be, could be on the line. I know it's still early, but hey, you just never know in this type of season, every win is so big. And well, when you're up here against your conference opponent. What are you going to do? Yeah, this is a budding rivalry here in southeast Indiana, and when you play in a rivalry game, nobody likes to lose that game, but there is going to be a loser here tonight. Uh, for most of our listeners out there tonight, they hope that Milan's going to be on the winning end of this ball game. and I hate to bring up uh, you know, old stuff, open up old wounds, but for some of these Milan football players, they also star on the basketball court, and I know that they have a sectional game that they lost to North Decatur as well that might be in the back of their minds. And just speaking as a former high school athlete, some of those losses do stick with you and um, maybe get you to play a little bit harder the next time you see that particular team across the field from you. Well, I do believe the coach is going to be probably trying to calm some of these guys down here because I'm telling you, emotions are going to be high, Travis. You're exactly right. Uh, that really does transition over. I mean, you kind of unfortunately sometimes group all schools together and you just take North Decatur, North Decatur. They all get lumped into one. They beat us. I mean, it wasn't even the same sport. It doesn't matter. You're going to bring a little extra enthusiasm, a little extra effort to try and make a statement that said, no, 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 we are here. 
here. We're for real. We're going to do something tonight. All right, so let's get into these uh, individual teams here first. We're going to start with Milan. As we mentioned, one and two on the season. They played that 3A gauntlet. Uh, they beat Rushville on the road 48-26 to open the season. Probably should have won the game or could have won the game at Batesville, let that one slip up, and then played a very good Lawrenceburg team two weeks ago, which was a route we were at that game. Lawrenceburg has just got a lot of firepower. But Milan didn't play last week, so they had two weeks to prepare for this team. But we know Milan can score a lot of points. It's going to be tough sledding, though, against a very good defense in North Decatur. Uh, North Decatur is very, very got big guys up front. That's what's going to make it tough to try and get that running game going. So, again, you're probably going to have to see work, try and get something there through the air. And, of course, he is such a run threat uh, uh, you know, that's probably where more of your run yards are going to be coming from the quarterback position, uh, you know, because they really do have a lot to try and prove here. Uh, you know, they did beat Rushville kind of big win, but uh, Rushville hasn't really shown to be a big challenge as of yet this year. Uh, they gave up 26 points in that Batesville game that you were talking about in the fourth quarter. Um, so, again, yes, they should have really truly won that game and then just kind of got a little overmatched with the Lawrenceburg. But, I mean, I tell you what, they had a lot of positive to take away from that. They just kind of got worn down. So, right now, uh, that's going to be one of the big things for them is trying to manage that front line and try and see if they can get something going through the air. You mentioned Peyton Wirt and his rushing ability from the quarterback position, 111 yards per game on the ground, so uh, certainly a dual threat there coming from the quarterback spot. Uh, we know Milan can score. They're averaging 34 points per game, but they're allowing 38, and uh, this is going to be a pretty good North Decatur offense that they're going to face tonight. A lot of different guys are going to touch the ball on that Chargers side, so going to have to have your head on a swivel if you're a Milan defender tonight. Oh, you really are, because, I mean, they have so many guys that they get into the game. You know, it's not just like a one-trick pony. I mean, uh, you know, they've got some uh, guys that can really rush, kind of run. Uh, you know, I think you're probably going to hear um, the word Caney a lot. Yeah. Uh, there was a little uh, discussion <laughs> over how you pronounce that uh, name there. but uh, More uh, on him to come. Yes, exa exactly. So, a bit of, you know, you're going to have to try and, you know, try and figure out who you're going to really focus on. You almost have to use the uh, Bill Belichick theory of take away what they do best and make them beat you in some other way. Sure, and it's going to be uh, easier said than done. One thing that the Milan defense has done really well this year is uh, at least take away the ball from the opponent. Uh, seven takeaways to just four turnovers, so they're plus three in the turnover category. That will probably be a big key in this game. We will get to the Hagford keys to the game uh, here <laughs> as the uh, pregame show rolls on. Now, we do want to talk about North Decatur again, 3-1 and one on this young season. They have defeated South Decatur, Edinburgh, and Oldenburg within the conference, the closest one of those games being their opening contest against South Decatur, 21-7 win. Uh, their only loss is to LaPelle, who was one of the uh, top teams in 2A. That was a 26-13 loss for North Decatur, so obviously very talented and have uh, gone up against some good teams and shown that they can compete with just about anybody. I mean, they really have. I mean, the, unfortunately, you know, they have had some really big wins from their side of the standpoint. They truly haven't really been what you would call challenged in that. So, I mean, I think that's kind of one of the big factors for them is how they can, you know, kind of do with some of that adversity. I mean, they only got uh, one touchdown in the fourth quarter in the last three games because they haven't needed to. And then, you know, that one touchdown they got against Lapel really wasn't a game decision touchdown. So they were kind of already out of it. So are they going to be able to, if they get the little challenge, be able to rise above that and play some four-quarter football. Maybe another hint at a Hagford key to the game, but for North Decatur, they come in allowing just 10 points per game on defense. That's seventh best in 1A, and uh, both of these teams are very balanced on offense. They average about 150 yards 
uh, passing, and they're both over 200 yards rushing. So uh, very similar teams tonight in terms of uh, play style and uh, athleticism. So uh, should be shaping up to be a good game here at Milan tonight. And as we mentioned, not a cloud in the sky. It's start, finally starting to feel like fall and football weather. And uh, we are going to have a, a very good game for you right here on your hometown radio station. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to hear from Milan head coach Ryan Langferman. You are listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. A crisp morning on the way to your secret hunting spot. A bonfire circled with friends. That fall hay in all its fragrance. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan knows what tickles your nose, and it's not that new truck smell. You want a quality, affordable, low-mileage truck that will last without a payment or a fancy fake smell sticking around. Your discount truck headquarters knows what really matters. The tradition continues at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Find the most trusted name in the car business at whitewatermotorcompany.com. CASA's mission is to empower Dearborn County citizens to choose safe and healthy choices, free from harms of alcohol and other drugs. As we adjust to being healthy at home, it is an appropriate time to dig into our eight dimensions of wellness. Wellness is the presence of optimal physical and behavioral health, a purpose in life, healthy relationships, and overall happiness. Join CASA to promote wellness by motivating individuals, organizations, and our community to take action for an improved quality of life. Visit Dearborn County CountyCasa.com. Your family's hometown pharmacy. Have a typical family, at least one member will get poison ivy, oak, or sumac this year. When you are outside, take precautions and have a pre-exposure product and a post-exposure product on hand. Be sure to stop in and DeVille Pharmacies will help you stay itch-free this year. We're still here to service our Lawrenceburg customers with free delivery. DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsborough and Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy. This year, teachers are learning new ways to teach. Parents are learning to lesson plan, and young minds are learning a new definition of classroom. This year, we're all students, learning what it takes to make this work. At Verizon, we're enabling education wherever or however students need this year. With credentialed teacher training, free lesson plans for parents, and tech-enabled solutions for schools nationwide. It's Citizen Verizon in action. Our plan for economic, environmental, and social advancement. I saved big money with the Progressive Home and Auto Bundle, so I finally bought that new set of golf clubs. Watch out, Fairway. Here I come. This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big with Progressive, but your other expenses won't just disappear. Are those clubs going to help you when the hot water heater dies? Also, it sounds like your money is better spent on golf lessons. Time to go shoot the course record. No, but maybe time for a reality check. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Fun can be had at home this year with Wardway Fuels Grill and Pool Shop. Wardway has an extensive grill line with Big Green Egg, Traeger, and Weber. With over 25 years in pool care, Wardway can do your closing, maintenance, repairs, and pool liners, too. Need propane? Wardway Fuels can fill your propane or CO2 tank for less than the exchange places. Wardway is your expert on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with a sign that's easy to find, visit wordway.com. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. 
Game Show, Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Time for coaches' comments. We're joined by Milan head coach Ryan Langford. You guys had a rare bye week in high school football. I don't know that you could ever say you went through that, but how was that uh, week off for the Milan Indians? Uh, I have never experienced that, and it was uh, not an enjoyable week. Uh, I made the comment last Friday. I said, I feel like somebody had a party and we weren't invited. And uh, it, was, it was not something we enjoyed doing. We did go out and get scouted that last Friday, but um, I haven't had many Fridays off over the I don't know, 13 years, whatever I've coached, other than when we played the Dome on a couple Saturdays. So I hope that we're able to uh, continue to play each Friday. I tell the players every day of practice and every game, be thankful that we're here because at any point in time it can be taken away from you. And so uh, we're, we're excited to be playing again tonight and hopefully we've improved our last two weeks. Absolutely. And uh, you guys come in one and two on the season. You kind of ran your uh, 3A school gauntlet. Uh, how can you uh, summarize how your team's played through your first three games? Uh, well, our 3A gauntlet gets better as we go through them. So, you know, we're obviously pretty pleased with our performance at Rushville. Uh, Batesville, we feel like we let one slip away from us. And uh, I, I don't like to take credit away from Batesville, but we really felt like that was a lot of that was self-inflicted. And then um, Larchburg's a good team. I, I don't know that our kids really gave themselves a chance, which was disappointing. Um, but they're a really good team, as evidenced by their schedule and, and the number of kids are getting loose and things like that. So um, I tell you what I like about going through the 3A schedule is it shows our weaknesses where we may not have got to see them. Um, against a lesser opponent, and so uh, we're hoping that we've uh, addressed those issues, and uh, it shows tonight um, having kind of two weeks to prepare for this game. Yeah, and this is a, a big game you've had circled on your calendar. You're obviously getting into conference play tonight against a very good North Decatur team. Uh, did that two weeks uh, help you in terms of game planning for tonight? You know what? Last week, or after the Lawrenceburg loss, we just focused on us. We did not talk about North Decatur. We didn't focus on North Decatur. We had things that we had to improve on. Now, this week, uh, we did force focus more on North Decatur. So from a uh, preparation standpoint, I don't know that it helped us much, but I, I feel like we definitely got better at the fundamentals, which was something we were lacking. All right. And, uh, I think it's obvious. Last year, you know, you played this team twice. They beat you 21-0 the first time, a one-point loss in the sectional final. I know people have that in the back of their minds. How do you kind of put that out of your mind, out of your players' mind, and just go play and win this game tonight? Try not to avenge any losses from last year. That was my message to the team last night. Uh, I said this isn't about last year. We're not worried about what happened last year. Uh, this is about this year. And we need to win a conference championship tonight. And uh, we're playing the best team in the conference. And, uh, you know, it's up to us to, to bring our end game, so to speak. And uh, we look forward to the challenge. And uh, they are uh, coached so well with Coach Turner. That makes it really difficult to prepare. And uh, you know what? It's, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. What are a couple things that you need to take away from the Chargers tonight to give yourself a really good chance to win? Big plays. And that's not necessarily a a North Decatur thing as much as it is a Milan thing. We've given up too many big plays with our defense, so that is definitely something we've tried to focus on during this time off. Um, but we got to contain number 10 and 5 on offense. Uh, they, they move them all over the place. They find ways to get them the ball, and it makes it difficult. Uh, defensively, they got a, a very good linebacker in the middle, uh, number 50, I believe his name Nesser. And um, they give you a lot of different coverages, which makes it difficult on quarterbacks and, and play calling and stuff like that. So, um, they are difficult to prepare for, but if we take away the big plays tonight, I like our chances. And uh, one final thing, uh, it's fall weather, it's football weather, it feels like a playoff game atmosphere here tonight. Just how excited are you to get going? It's a beautiful night for football. It's funny, we talked about it last Friday. Somebody looked ahead at the weather and said it's going to be beautiful next week. And uh, this, When you think of a stereotypical fall football Friday night, this is it. And so we're all excited. I'm 
Good luck tonight and the rest of the season. Thanks. All right, that's Coach Ryan Langford of the Milan Indians. When we come back, we'll chat with Steve Stern, the North Decatur head man. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. Savista Bank has low-rate home equity lines. Learn more at Savista.bank. We're celebrating 50 years at your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3, WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Harrison, and Hebron. Via Escondido always sees the margarita glass as half full. The bright side to all this social distancing is that it's another great excuse to dine on the patio. All your Mexican favorites, lunch specials, and fresh margaritas are available at all three locations. Via Escondido, simply the best authentic Mexican cuisine in the Tri-State on State Line, New Haven, and Harrison Avenue. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle, and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no better place to do that than the U.S. Army. Whether your goal is to fight and cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, the Army is where all that can happen, and so much more. The Army is a team of a million individuals working together to take on the most complex problems in the nation and the world and to win. Ask yourself, what's your warrior? And go to GoArmy.com to find out. For more information, call 812-209-8208 or stop by the Lawrenceburg Army Recruiting Center at 211 Walnut Street. I'm Dr. Heidi Murley, a surgeon with St. Elizabeth. Delaying your surgery may have left you in pain. You don't have to deal with that any longer. Whether it's your knee, hip, hand, or hernia at St. Elizabeth, our advanced surgical options are safely open to you right now. Offering same-day surgery to get you home quickly. Using minimally invasive procedures to shorten recovery time. Leading the nation with advanced robotic surgery. St. Elizabeth Surgical Options are customized for you. Safe, convenient, high quality. The most advanced surgery right here. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind. Or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures. To the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory-creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
Milan and Chandler Rutherford was an all-state player last year. Riley Johnson has been really good at safety this year for North Decatur. Starts on the defensive side because they got two all-star or all-state type players in linebacker Connor Messer and strong safety Logan Kane. I'm telling you, that's uh, I and I know I kind of jumped the gun there earlier, Travis. I couldn't really help but talk about uh, when we were talking about how to pronounce his name. But two, I mean, I'm telling you, you're going to be hearing that name uh, even beyond the high school uh, level because these are these guys are no slouch up front. They're going to give the Milan Indians all they want, which is why, again, I think words are going to have to be a big key in trying to manage that and to recognize when they're going to come, maybe come with a semi-blitz and when they're going to hold back and really try and hold back in coverage. Yeah, you'll uh, hear Logan Caney's name on offense as well. He uh, not only catches the ball down the field, but he will run it a lot. And their sophomore quarterback, Carson Palmer, Palmer, not Palmer, Palmer. <laughs> yes. I had to get the one out of the way early. Carson Palmer is a, a very talented passer with uh, 629 yards and nine touchdowns on the season. We're going to check in on the Hack Ford keys to the game here in just a moment, but we're getting set for kickoff here from Milan High School, and the Indians are going to go on defense first. Back to return for North Decatur will be their quarterback, Carson Palmer, and wide receiver Noah Howe. Noah Howe, a six-foot senior who's going to start at wide receiver for this Chargers team. is um, Pretty electric back there uh, on kickoffs and um, will feature on the offense, catching the ball and running the ball as well. Ethan Collig will kick off for the night, and that ball is going to trail out of bounds. So a uh, penalty right off the bat. With Milan special teams, that's going to set up North Decatur with pretty good field position for their opening drive. Jack, how about a look at those Ag Ford keys to the game? Well, most definitely, Travis. Right now, you know, we kind of uh, trying to highlight some of the different things that have been going on. But right now, as far as from the North Decatur standpoint, they got the ball. Let's jump off with them. They need to learn how to play some fourth quarter football. I say learn how to play because they really haven't been challenged enough this year. I know we talked about that during the pregame, but they're going to have to manage to play this game out through the full four quarters and not be turning the ball over because that's one of the problems that they have had in the past. Need to see if they can do that. As far as for the Milan Indians, well, we're going to talk about that right now because they're going to need to find a way to stop this running game, get that ball back on offense, and be able to score quickly if they can do that and play from the lead that's going to give them all kinds of opportunities opening possession from their own 35 and they are going to throw a cosplay to the left and that ball goes to running back reed messer for a one yard gain thanks for those ag ford keys to the game ag ford located on us 50 in greendale get your keys to a brand new ford today hagfordsales.com starting for north decatur sophomore quarterback carson palmer for 6'3", 200 pounds in the backfield. They'll have number one, Reed Messer, and number 35, Jalen Lopez, as they do come out with a uh, heavy set here, two wide receivers, second nine, four. And they hand it off to the up man, which is Reed Messer once again, and he'll get positive yards, maybe four, four yards, four or five yards to get them into a third and manageable on the offensive line for North Decatur. Senior Michael Jarman at left tackle. Junior Nick Gall at left guard. Cole Steven, a senior at center. Connor Messer will play right guard. He's a senior, and they also have senior C.J. Palmer, Carson's older brother, at right tackle. Wide receiver, you have Noah Powell, and the aforementioned Logan Caney. Landon Nobby will play tight end for the Chargers. So, third and four here. Could be a big three and out for Milan if they can get off the field. Palmer's going to throw, and that is caught by Noah Howe, and he is in a foot race with Peyton Wirt. He's going to get it down all the way to the 15-yard line. Man, oh, man, what a catch that was, Travis. 45-yard gain. 
Wow, man, what a good catch that was. I'm telling you, just flat saw him. Uh, but, again, that height we were talking about, some of those receivers. Boy, uh, how tall is he, Travis? Six foot, 160 goes Noah Howe as he ran a little slant route in front of Peyton Wirtz and was able to almost outrun him all the way to the end zone, down to the 15-yard line. Six foot playing six five. if you ask me. Goodness. Shotgun formation for Palmer. He's going to hand it off to Messer, and he is hit immediately in the backfield. That is Chandler Rutherford coming through from his nose tackle position for a loss. Hitting him in the backfield, and Chandler was an All-State player last year. Really good kid, too. Oh, Rutherford, I love calling that name. I love saying the name, and I love watching him play some football because he plays good, hard-nosed football. It's what every coach loves to see, uh, the intensity, the way he goes after it. And, uh, man, if he can be able to do that for four quarters, he could really uh, put a wrench in that uh, running game for the Chargers. Absolutely, and he's going to try to uh, anchor a hold here in the red zone as North Decatur charging here, no pun intended, but early in the first quarter, Palmer under center. He's going to have a play action. They swing it out to the left. That was intended for Jalen Lopez, his fullback, an incomplete pass there on second down, so that will bring up a third and 12. Milan, a good opportunity to maybe get him into a fourth and long situation, and then if you're Coach Steve Stern for the uh, Chargers, who we did not get a chance to speak to in the pregame, put him in a you know, position where he's got to make a call. Do you go for it early or try for a field goal? I really thought they would do some field goal. They were making them right from this exact hash mark before the game, Travis. So I really thought they were going to do that, but it looks like it is uh, all in for sure on the Chargers. Three wide receivers set, man in motion to the left. Another play action. They go to the end zone, and Palmer overthrows his intended target. That was Evan Howe, who is actually the younger brother of Noah. So fourth and 12. From about the 17-yard line, North Decatur can get a first down. Well, yeah, I guess there, there is the first down conversation, Travis. That does add a little, another little wrinkle in there. Uh, but, man, I really think if you're in North Decatur, you're just going to want to try and put some points on the board here. Uh, you've got a kicker who's already shown to be very accurate from this distance. Uh, but, like I said, they just appear to be, uh, you know, gas pedal all the way down, full forward, full bore. Our four wide receiver set, two to each side now. Caney motions out of the backfield to make it five wide. Palmer throws to the end zone, and that ball is knocked down by Peyton Wirt, and that is going to be a turnover on downs. Man, oh, man, Wirt should have had that ball, but a good job getting it knocked down, but I really thought he was taking that and running out of the end zone with it, Travis. Man, he did a good job on coverage. So a nice job from the Milan defense to hold on that opening drive after giving up a big play, a 45-yard reception from Palmer to Noah Howe, and now we'll see the Milan offense. They will have senior quarterback Peyton Work flanked by Logan Reed and Alec Barker in the backfield. Alex Winger is the new starting tight end, taking over for Bo Wade. Peyton Cavins, Adam Norman, and Carson Asherman, the skilled players out wide. Raylan Nuds, Caden Yorn, Colton Rutherford, Chandler Rutherford, and Cody Sims along the front line. Three wide receivers for Work. Little read option there for Peyton Wirt. Didn't look like he got much on first down. Yeah, I think that may have been a no-game situation right there. But, again, they're still trying to change that up. I'm glad to see the kind of do the little uh, trickery there because they really trying to do the little fake handoff in there, uh, trying to change things up because I think they know what challenges they have up front and they really want to get the ball to the air, but you still got to stick to part of that running game. Two wide receivers for Wirt. They look over to the sideline to get the call. Second and 10, 8.45 left in the first quarter. Wirt's going to go under center now. Logan Reed in the backfield. 
Calling for a man in motion, and that they're going to call a false start because Alex Winger wasn't sure exactly what he was supposed to be doing on that play. Let's take a chance to set the North Decatur defense, traditional 4-3 on their front line. Landon Nobby at one defensive end. C.J. Palmer and Cole Steven in the middle of that line, and Carson Palmer on the other defensive end. Jalen Lopez, Connor Messer, and Bryant Becker at linebacker. Messer being an all-state type player. The Howe brothers, Evan and Noah at corner. Reed Messer and Logan Caney, the two safeties. Those are your starting lineups to live by CASA. Join the Voices for Recovery at DearbornCountyCASA.com. And there's another false start. So, uh, two false starts here on the Milan offense, really backing them up. Boy, Travis, I really think you're seeing the effects of not playing last week a little, the, the mental fatigue of not being able to keep yourself as sharp. Uh, opening kickoff goes out of bounds. You get two penalties to start this drive. Come on. Now, here's, here's the situation here. Second and 20 backed up to their own. Uh, looks like five-yard line. you got to be careful with the ball here. Can't forward and turnover early on in this contest. Working the shotgun. Design run to his left, and he's got a little room. Got a lot of room there, Travis. Breaks, almost breaks one tackle and gets about 15 yards on that play. Man, that was much necessary. <laughs> Big needed there just to get him out of that end zone issue. Good design run to the left from the Milan sideline as uh, Peyton Work shows off his speed and gets it into a third and manageable. Yeah, I really thought he was hitting head straight for that uh, first down marker and then just got caught up just a hair shy of that. But, man, oh, man, what a great run. One man away from it being a 95-yard touchdown scamper. Work back in the shotgun, third and five. Fakes the handoff, and he goes up the middle with it, and he's going to get about seven or eight yards and pick up the first down. Boy, oh, boy, that was a great fake. Took the defensive eyes all to the left and then cut it back. What a great job that was. So we've seen exclusively runs by quarterback Peyton Work to start this game. And after two false start penalties, backed up in their own zone, they're able to get the 20-some yards to get the first down. So. Milan, now we'll see if they can open up the playbook a little bit as they are getting a little bit closer to midfield. Ball is right there on the 30-yard line. Wirt is under center for this play. Norman in motion. They're going to hand that one off to Reed, and he was hit immediately. Yeah, just that nowhere was number to go. seven, Carson Palmer, the quarterback slash defensive end. He is a 6'3", 200-pound sophomore. Can't imagine being 15 or 16 and having uh, that size, Jack. Oh, my goodness, the amount of power that he's shown and to be able to do that and to still be your quarterback, that's saying something right there. Yeah, both of these teams have their quarterbacks playing defense. Of course, 1A schools, they don't have a huge roster, so you'll see Peyton Work play corner. Already broke up a play in the end zone earlier on this game, so athletes playing both sides of the ball. Second and 10 for Milan from their own 30-yard line. And that's going to be a counter play as they try to read again. He is drugged down immediately, and it's Farmer again coming from his right end spot to make the tackle on Reed. So tough sledding for Logan Reed so far tonight. Well, it really is. I do feel like they're kind of, you know, running right at some of the uh, the best defense there as far as uh, right up the middle. They were going to have to try and spread that out. I mean, so far their success has come on the ends. We've seen them go almost nowhere in the middle. Now, for both of these teams, their offenses average over 300 total yards a game. But North Decatur, on paper, statistically has the better defense. They only give up 10 points per game. So it might be a little tough there in the middle trying to run on this North Decatur defense. So third and nine, 
They gave Reed a yard. They try a jet sweep to Peyton Cavins. He yep. does get around the edge, and he's able to get the first down. Oh, my goodness. What a run. What vision. What good moves on the side. Boy, that was great. Man, just really able to find a hole and do that and then carry the defender across that uh, first down line. Yeah, got the nine yards, maybe ten on that carry. A little jet sweep to the left. So we've seen Milan have success running to the left side of the field. We'll see if that continues as this game rolls on. 5.22 left in the first quarter. Massive game in the mid-Indiana football conference here tonight at Milan. As there actually must have been a penalty on that play, or maybe they didn't get to the sticks. Uh, they punted away. It was fourth down. So, Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm a little confused on that. If that uh, there was something else, a little extracurricular after the play or something. but He's up for uh, man on the call there, but wow, Milan actually punts the ball away. Nonetheless, doesn't take away from the fact that this is a huge game here oh. in Highland tonight. Well, I think you're seeing how evenly matched up. I mean, they're still kind of figuring out. This is a kind of a heavyweight bout. You know, they're just kind of in there, kind of leaning in just a little bit, kind of just kind of seeing who, who's going to really flinch first. And right now, somebody's getting ready to take the big haymaker, and somebody's going to try and make a shot down the field, I do believe. We'll set the Milan defense here in a second. Didn't get a chance to do that on their first possession. First and 10 from their own 26, North Decatur with their second. Possession. That is a handoff to Messer. Looked like he got two yards there to the two or three yards to the 30 yard line. Didn't get a chance to set that mile on defense. Let's do it now. A 4 2 5. Alex Winger, Chandler Rutherford, Hunter Merida, and Nolan Ryan will start across the front line. Alex Barker and Caden Yorn, the two linebackers. At cornerback, Peyton Wirt and Peyton Cavins, and three safeties Adam Norman, Riley Johnson, and Cole Steele. Second and seven for North Decatur. Three wide receivers set, two to the left. As Palmer is back to pass, and he's got a man overthrows him there. That was Caney, who was working in the slot against Adam Norman, a little too tall. Uh, second ball we've seen overthrown over there, uh, Travis. I think I'm seeing a little uh, uh, disconnect there, or maybe the sun way his position there. I mean, I know he got some heavy wind, but I don't think really that was a factor. Uh, just hasn't quite been able to get in there. What they calling down here on the field, Travis? You got a little laundry? Yeah, roughing the passer on the defense. So that's going to be an automatic first down for North Decatur. Uh, I mean, I saw the contact and saw the fall. Uh, you know, again, I know you can't call flopping in the, this sport, but, uh, again, I think in a contact sport, you have to allow for contact, Travis. You, know, you don't see a lot of roughing the passer in the high school ranks, particularly because there's just not a lot of kids that are going to stand in there and make a throw while someone's coming in on them. They're usually going <laughs> to flee out of the pocket. But, nonetheless, North Decatur has the ball on their own 45. We'll go back to this uh, – well, it's a shotgun, but they still got a couple wing wingers in there. Messer in the backfield, flanking Palmer. They will hand to him, and he is hit immediately right at the line of scrimmage. Looked like Alec Barker might have been the one to come up, and the Milan's saying that he fumbled the ball. I don't know if they're going to give him that. I'm not going to give him that at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I look to be pretty much down by contact and then a little wrestle for the ball afterwards. But either way, just so glad to see the Milan Indians staying strong and holding tight in that middle section there. Now, if they can force him back to the air and maybe get one of those turnovers, could be a big, big key for tonight. Second and 10 from their own 45. Armour hands to his left. That's Caney, and we have a flag on the play, so... Looks like that run is going to be negated by a holding penalty. Well, 
usually you see something near the line of scrimmage on a run play. It's uh, likely going to be a hold, and North Decatur's offense is moving the wrong way. And there's the official call from the ref that is a hold on North Decatur. So that negates a what would have been a first-round run for Logan Caney. And uh, as we look at his statistics on the year, 16 receptions, 342 yards, five touchdowns. But he also has 29 carries for 221 yards and four touchdowns. So any time that this young man's been able to get his hand on the ball, he's a good percentage, good chance he's maybe going to take it all the way for a score. Well, see, he's one of those players I focused on for the big haymakers. I mean, you know, had over a 60-yard uh, pass and a 60-yard run as of last game. So, again, he's got some potential for some big, big plays. So if you follow along with the John Harrell side, who uh, does a great job of putting a lot of great information, statistics about high school football, high school sports in general, uh, he had this game pegged as a 38-28 prediction in favor of North Decatur. But as we've come to know over the past uh, few seasons, getting to call games here at Eagle Country 99.3, anytime you get a big conference game like this or a uh, playoff-type game, score tends to be a little bit lower, and we're getting that so far through the first quarter. It is, it is, Travis, but again, I still feel like these teams are still trying to feel each other out. I mean, like it or not, we're still just in the early part of the season. Uh, you know, again, I know we're not going to be, you know, having, you know, adding extra games here, uh, but still, it's just one of those things they're still trying to feel each other out. I have a feeling you're getting ready to see some much more high-powered offense and a lot more uh, big plays down the field, though, just because out of necessity, because right now, penalties on both sides of these uh, ball now appear to be an issue. Uh, Milan doing that to start off with now. And now the Chargers still dealing with the, uh, a lot of penalties going up here, trying to make something out of this drive. Yeah, the refs are still trying to sort out the uh, penalty yardage, uh, something along that line. So uh, we'll let you know that timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Check them out at beaconortho.com. So they mark off the 10 yards. It was a hold. So North Decatur is going to go all the way back to their own 35-yard line. It's going to be a second 20 now that we are getting close to resuming the action here. Looks like North Decatur is going to go into an I formation, two wide receivers, and they back out of that I form into a pistol formation. Reed's going to get the handoff to his right, and he is met near the line of scrimmage. Uh, looked like he maybe got four yards on that second and 20 game uh, play. Excuse me. Host of Milan defenders there, including Chandler Rutherford. Right there in the middle, he's not a guy you want to run at. <laughs> he is not. I'm really surprised. That, I mean, they're taking on the challenge, but uh, I think the coach has got to be going, all right, next time, run the other direction, on the other side of the ball there. Yes, I do believe. Third and 17, see if Milan can get off the field yet again. Shotgun formation with two running back to the backfield. Jet sweep motion. They're going to go to the air and... Had Messer out of the backfield on a little bit of a wheel route. Don't know if he would have got the first down. An incomplete pass there. And it does look like the Milan defense has forced a punt. And quarterback Carson Palmer (laughs) will be back to punt. Carson Palmer did not do that for the Cincinnati Bengals, so I'm not going to make that mistake. (laughs) That's good that you uh, clarified that for all the folks out there. They may have been worried. But anyways, what a good job keeping that from being a completion. Kind of made this force them into this punt situation as opposed to the going forward on fourth. Farmer gets it away. He kicks it away from Adam Norman. Takes a little bit of a North Decatur bounce, and that's going to be down to about the 28-yard line for Milan. So a little bit better field position for Milan as they uh, start their second possession. Of course, they bent but didn't break on their first defensive possession. North Decatur was down in the red zone. They were able to get a turnover on down, started from their own 13, moved it out close to midfield. Thought, we thought they had a first down. Ended up punting it away, so we'll see what Milan comes up with 
on their second possession, do you think they'll go to the air, which they did not do on that say, first possession? I'm still waiting for Peyton Ward to have his first pass. I mean, well, he has ran the ball or panned it off each and every time. I'm ready to see him start airing that ball out. You've got a talented receivers out there. Asherman's dying for this ball. They need to get the ball in his hands. Some of those playmakers, for heck, if you can run at 15 yards, do that too. Read option. That is going to be a keeper for work. Looked like he got about two yards out to the 30-yard line. Yeah, just didn't, weren't able to quite pull that fake off in the backfield enough. The defense was able to kind of watch that kind of uh, develop there and then just kind of close in there and make the tackle for a short gain. 240 left in the first quarter. All knotted up, 0-0. We're expecting this one to be tight all the way through. The winner of this game, likely going to be your mid-Indiana football conference champion. That's no disrespect to the other teams in the conference. It's just typically the way this has come down. I mean, it was one point last last year, Travis. I know we're on to this year, but, man, it still does the uh, way we're on the Back to pass. He does hit Asherman. And that's going to be six-yard gain, seven. I don't think they're going to give him six on that. But Travis, it's going to set up a third and manageable. Giving five yards officially, third and three from the 41-yard line, excuse me, 36-yard line. They're going to run a quarterback sneak. I'm not sure work got there. Uh, boy. Maybe two yards on that quarterback sneak trying to catch North Decatur off guard. Yeah, I really expected that to you know, to be a different play than that. But, I mean, again, right now they kind of know what they're doing. Maybe they're going to set up. They kind of maybe already have plans to go for it on fourth down, Travis, maybe. And that could have been a situation where they say we got two downs to get three yards, and now they have one down to get one yard. A big, big play early on in this game. Minute 20 left in the first quarter, 0-0. Milan's going to go for it. And we have a timeout, so uh, we're going to step away briefly for a 30-second timeout ourselves. High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. On Tuesday, September 29th, Margaret Mary Health, in conjunction with Hawksworth Blood Center, is hosting a blood drive in a donor bus outside the hospital. As a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, we are in the midst of a national blood shortage. If you are eligible to donate, please consider making an appointment. Donating blood is a safe and sterile process. To schedule an appointment, call 812-933-5274. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Oh, we're still in the first quarter, but perhaps the biggest play of the game incoming here. Minute 17 left in the first frame. Milan with the ball on their own 37-yard line. They have an upcoming fourth and one out of the timeout. Jack, they just ran a quarterback sneak on third and three. They got two yards. Why wouldn't you just line up? and run the same play and get one yard and get the first down move chain. Well, uh, you know, I mean, I think that feels right. However, when you look at the two guys up front, I think they were really stacking the box and they were going to force them out of that play. And I don't think they had a second play drawn up, Travis. That's my opinion from what I saw. It looked like they came in with that theory in mind and then realized that wasn't going to be a winning solution. So had to kind of come back and at least put a little uh, drama and maybe a little uh, questions in that defense mind what's going to play. Well, here we go. Peyton Ward out there with three wide receivers. He is under center. Logan Reed in the backfield. 
And they run a stretch play to Reed, and he's going to get the first down, and he might take it all the way. He could. He's got one man to beat, and Reed is going to take it to the house. Mylon is on the board. Boom! Right there. 63 yard <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> yes, oh yes, oh yes. I told you somebody's bringing the haymaker, Travis. Right there. Reed getting it done. Put it on the board. Score six points. Milan takes the lead. And this is going to be the first of many scores, Travis. I'm telling you, it's going to be that way. Well, I, I feel silly now uh, asking for a quarterback sneak just to keep the chains moving. How about we just put six on the board? Logan Reed. Wow, man, oh man, that was fantastic. A good run, and nobody was catching him, Travis. Nobody. Yard touchdown. Milan gets on the board for first. Excuse me. Ethan Collins going to be on to attempt the point after. He's 11 to 13 on the season. Holds good, and it looked like it might have been blocked. And it is no good. So, yeah, it actually got a little uh, got a little hand almost in front of that there from the end. BAT, but Milan leads it six to nothing on the 63-yard run from Logan Reed. We're back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Feeling alone with thoughts of unwanted past experiences surfacing without a voice to speak or an ear to listen? We're still here. Safe Place will continue to be a resource for survivors. Sexual violence specialists are available 24-7-877-733-1990. Safeplaceforhope.org. We believe you. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from Kindle 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Well, welcome back to Milan High School. Logan Reed energizing the crowd here at the Wigwam. That's what Coach Tanega would call it. i got to give him a shout-out. But uh, Logan Reed, my goodness, 63-yard touchdown. It was a three-play drive. Uh, it went 70 yards in total, and Milan's on the board, 6 nothing lead North Decatur. Oh, yeah, but, Travis, if you just told me we went from quarterback sneak from three yards and then end-around sweep, 63-yard touchdown run on fourth. Uh, I, I mean, really? I mean, wow, that is a huge call. Give big kudos and props to the coach for having, you know, the wherewithal to try and catch the uh, Chargers sleeping just a little bit. Yeah, instead of running up the middle, just trying to get that one yard, they run a stretch play to the right. A lot of open room there for Reed, and he was able to outrun everybody from North Decatur as Noah Howe will return this kick, and he's got some space. Winger misses a tackle. Colleague's going to make the tackle. The kicker right near midfield. So a good return from Noah Howe. Man, oh, man, that was a, a really good run, but also just some poor tackling uh, from the Indians there. They had a couple of different opportunities to bring him down about 20 yards before that. Uh, but either way, uh, you know, when you get that uh, trainer running, it's really hard to get a stop there. So you're going to have to try and uh, get low and get them on the ground. Well, stay tuned to halftime. Uh, we'll present some of our options for star of the game, some of the standouts. Logan Reed putting his name in the running early. As North Decatur starts their third possession from their own 49. That's a jet sweep to Howe. We're going to give it back to him, see if he can make something else happen. He does get a couple of yards. A good job from the Milan defense. And we do have an injury, a Milan defender on the ground. Did not get an indication of who that is. Yeah, it was a little bit away from the play there, Travis, so I didn't see it there in the backfield, but uh, uh, definitely a lot of contact. Not that we want to see any kid get injured, but it was not quarterback Peyton Worth. That would uh, certainly be the most devastating from a game plan 
Um, oh, goodness gracious. You get so many players, Travis, that are doing, you know, both sides of the ball. Uh, there are some injuries that truly affect your team just a little bit more. Again, no, there's no such thing as a good injury, but there is a worse injury. Yes. And, uh, injury timeouts are presented by our friends at Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine as Caden Yorn. That would have been a, a big loss as well, but he's up and trotting off the field. Looks like he's going to be all right. Yes, injury timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. So North Decatur did get two yards on that first down play. Second and eight from the Milan 49. we got 40 seconds left here in this first quarter, so maybe another play. To get through this first frame is Chandler Rutherford trying to get the crowd involved here on a beautiful fall evening. At Milan High School, not a cloud in the sky. Finally getting some football weather here in Eagle Country. I formation, and they back out of it yet again into the pistol formation. Farmers got Reed behind them. They will hand off to Reed, and he has met near the line of scrimmage. Just Milan defense, in particular, that front four has been exceptional here tonight. That's Hunter Merida in on that tackle. I mean, just a great job of really recognizing, not being thrown off by the extra movement, because that's something you don't really necessarily see. I don't know how many teams they really ran up against that, uh, uh, you know, type of movement in the formation, but still, something you got to plan for throws everything off. Uh, but so far, it's just been uh, steady as she goes, holding steady in front, and well, trying to force them to the air as opposed to that run game. Well, Milan leads at six nothing. After one, we'll be back after this. It's high school football on Eagle Country ninety nine three and EagleCountryOnline.com. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no better place to do that than the U.S. Army. Whether your goal is to fight and cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, the Army is where all that can happen and so much more. The Army is a team of a million individuals working together to take on the most complex problems in the nation and the world and to win. Ask yourself, what's your warrior? And go to GoArmy.com to find out. For more information, call 812-209-8208 or stop by the Lawrenceburg Army Recruiting Center at 211 Walnut Street. Hey, it's Happy Jack bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. You're listening to High School Football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com alongside Happy Jack on Double T. And everybody's happy so far here at Milan because the Indians lead North Decatur 6 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Not a whole lot of action offensively in that first quarter, but Logan Reed, he certainly put his name in the half or star of the game with that 63-yard touchdown run. Oh, my goodness. You talk about just putting yourself on the highlight reel. So far, he is the highlight <laughs> reel. Man, just a great job and a great run. I'm really seeing a lot more conservative play out of the Chargers than what I anticipated, though. That's probably been the biggest surprise. I mean, these have some big wins, uh, some big point totals that they've been putting up there so far uh, You know, in the games leading up to this. And now tonight, they kind of come out, look like they're playing a little bit safe. I don't know if maybe they didn't game plan enough for what uh, Milan's bringing up front, but I'm telling you what, they just seem to be off just a touch. Well, to uh, cheat off your stat sheet, Carson Palmer uh, started the game. His first completion was a 45-yarder to Noah Howe, but he hasn't completed one since. So they've kind of gone back to that run game. We'll see if they'll uh, unleash him in the pass game as they have four wide receivers to start this first play of the second quarter. they got trips to the right. See if they got some kind of gadget play as Howe is in motion. And they are going to let Palmer throw, and he's got a man. That is Caney, and it's a little bit too much. Ooh. Potentially could have been a big play for North Decatur there as they do come out aggressive on that first play, but that's going to force a fourth and eight, and Milan's going to get the ball back here. 
I mean, they really are. Again, I love the aggressive play call. I love everything else because, I mean, with a little ball thrown a little bit left, uh, that really should have been a completion and uh, what could have resulted in a touchdown for sure. But, you know, there's always the could and the would uh But it was still kind of a little odd seeing that uh, Noah Howell kind of run into the middle there and kind of faking like he was going to catch the ball and run there. But uh, just a little bit, a little trickery. It didn't quite pan out. But from right around their own 40, pretty decent punt as Wirt and Norman are back. Norman's going to call for a fair catch at the mile and 19-yard line. So after the uh, first initial drive for North Decatur where they went all the way down into the red zone and their drive stalled, last two offense possessions, Milan's really um, presented them some problems defensively. They have, and I don't know if it's just the fact that they haven't had enough time to throw the ball. I haven't seen a lot of pressure there, but, again, they've been focusing so much on the run, and so the only real true success they've had has been through the air. I mean, the big 45-yard completion, uh, you know, Farmer Howell, that's kind of what they're hanging their hat on. So they're going to have to find some different ways to generate some offense, get some of these other guys involved if they want to try and be able to make a stand. And then, well, Milan right now just has to get out there, play some good hard-nosed football, Pick their points when they try and get some big yards, but hopefully stick to a little bit more of the run game on this drive. Big set here with Bo Wade in at tight end. They have uh, E. Asherman and Norman bunched to the left. So we'll see if maybe this is going to be a Peyton Wirt run to that side of the formation. He is rolling to his left, and he throws it to Norman. He makes a nice catch, a shoestring catch, really, just to grab a couple wow. yards on first down. But positive yards nonetheless for Milan. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, again, a uh, great, great catch. I know he didn't get a lot of yards. I would just be able to turn that into a positive play was a good thing. Maybe a uh, rhythm throw for Peyton Work, who's only thrown it, what, two times now? Two for two for yep. eight yards. Four-yard gain there on first down, second and six. Give him that a total of ten there, Travis. I think you can only give him a couple on that one. <laughs> it, it is uh, tougher to see the yardage markers here on the natural grass. As Wirt is going to keep it again on that read option. Uh, maybe a yard there, Travis. See, I was looking for confirmation. See, I was a little short last time. Let's see if I can get a little too much. Yeah, it looks like uh, maybe nothing back to the line of scrimmage as Jalen Lopez made the tackle from his outside linebacker position. He is one of the leading tacklers for the Chargers with 20 coming into tonight. Their linebacking core is amazing. Connor Messer, a middle linebacker. 28 tackles leading the way for the Chargers, and Bryant Becker is a nice um, outside linebacker on the other side. So third and six for Milan. Wirt's going to roll to his right. Got Asherman, and that's going to be a first down. There, a little 10-yard pitch and catch from Wirt to Asherman. Yeah, they will take that all day long. Plenty of time to throw the ball and plenty of time to get open. And we saw a couple weeks ago when they played Lawrenceburg, it was Carson's first action. He and Wirt really couldn't get on the same page, but a really good rhythm throw there from Peyton hitting his big 6-4 target. Oh, my goodness, yeah. You get those guys in a rhythm, and this could be a long night for the Chargers fans for sure because I'm telling you, that looked so like in your backyard, just, just two guys having fun, hooking up. It was going to be great. Uh, hopefully we can see a lot more of that. There's that stretch play to Reed, and he is able to fight forward for two yards as Lopez makes the tackle yet again. Man, I tell you what, really able to show some moves there because I really thought they had him going to be for a loss there, but still able to kind of spin forward. Give him three yards, actually, excuse me, Jack. 
hey, we'll take all the yards we can get from the Indians fans for sure. Uh, that just makes that first down a little bit easier. And, well, they're probably still looking at the clock saying, you know what, we still got an opportunity, put some score on the board, get around on defense, and really trying to, you know, get that early lead. Because I'm telling you, that was definitely one of those hag four keys of the game is get score up early, play from the lead, and then be able to manage the game from there. And hopefully that's what the game plan is going to be. Logan Reed nearing his game average of 87 yards on the ground as he exits the backfield. They're going to swing it out to him as a screen play, and he didn't even get back to the line of scrimmage, so that's going to be a loss. Man, that was great. It was really close. I thought I saw the play. I liked the idea of it, but, man, just too good a coverage there from the Chargers on that. I think they saw everything we saw and were just able to close on the ball too quick. And loss of one, that's going to set up a third and eight. I saw Coach Langferman and Peyton Work kind of exchanging some uh, back and forth there on that play. Maybe uh, <laughs> Peyton not executing the play like Coach would want him to. But, uh, hey, you got another shot at it here, third and eight. And as, uh, they're trying to relay the call in to the Milan QB, Peyton Work, in the shotgun. Bobbled snap. Not sure he's going to get anything off. He is going to be able to throw it out of bounds. <laughs> the uh, defenders asking for the intentional grounding, but uh, not and a thing. They are going to give him the call. Now, oh. now you got to be outside the tackle box, but he also threw it past the line of scrimmage and out of bounds. So that's tough. There, I guess he wasn't out of the tackle box. That would be my only explanation for that. Wow. Okay, and I know it does go extend all the way back. You have to be outside because you know, the fact of the matter is if you throw the ball, you can throw the ball away out of bounds. You just have to be out of the tackle box, and he apparently did not do that. So, um, and so for all folks out there, essentially, they take two lines straight from the tackles on the line scrimmage and go straight back, and they've got to be outside of that area. Boy, oh, boy, that is a subjective call, one that's uh, not in the Indians' favor right now. But Because uh, once you're outside the tackle box, you can throw it out of bounds whether there's a receiver in the area or not. You see players do it all the time. So, unfortunately, they do get them for intentional grounding, and Caden Yorn's going to have to punt right pretty much uh, on the mile and goal line. So. Wow, look could be looking at some good field position for the Charger fans coming back on this possession. And again, man, penalties been killing the Indians. They started off rough. Uh, now getting them really affected by that penalty right there. Good snap. Yorn, lefty, gets a pretty good kick away. And that's going to bounce down to about the 49-yard line. So net punt of about 47 yards, that's not bad. Or Caden Yorn. I'll take that all day long, no matter which team I'm on. I mean, I've watched several NFL games who would uh, like to have that kick several times because they were able to avoid the whole run back. So that was just a great job keeping that low and then being able to get the guys down in coverage quick enough. So good job from that standpoint for sure. Now let's see if the Chargers are going to come back in with the air game or if they're going to stick with the run game, which has been, uh, you know, not really a lot of success so far. First and 10 from the Milan 49-yard line. As North Cater hands the ball off there on first down. Looked like it was Reed Messer again. Maybe one one or two yards on first down. North Cater's not been able to get much going on the ground. Kudos to the Milan defense. Uh, we'll call it the front six because the linebackers are a part of the stop on the run as well. Uh, they've been really good so far in the first half. I mean, they really have. I mean, uh, you know, Messers, that's his seventh run, but still he got nine yards. I mean, I mean, they have been doing a good job of shutting him down up in the middle, and I know the game is to try and, you know, fake that and go in the middle and try and catch one of these guys on the outside. But, man, so far, India's doing a great job containing. Play action. 
Palmer throws across the middle, a little too tall for his tied end, Nobby. Ooh, boy, man. Again, I really thought that was a good play. Uh, a little bit quicker hands, and that could have been a little trouble for the Indians. But either way, just another incompletion for Palmer. Uh, still waiting to complete a second pass. And uh, to Milan's credit, they have also gotten a pretty good pressure on Carson back there in the backfield, maybe making him rush his throws a little bit, not being able to set and drive that ball down the field. Well, I do believe uh, Travis said that's Cole Moore up front. That tall, he is getting his hands up, and I really think affecting the vision of Farmer uh, trying to see down the field just a little bit. Four wide receivers, three to the right, as Farmer's going to drop back to pass. They throw it across the middle looking for a crossing route for Caney. Yorn was in the area to defend that, and that ball falls to the grass. It is fourth and nine. So another three and out. Boy, definitely uh, not seeing a lot of uh, chemistry between the receivers and the uh, quarterback right now, Travis. Uh, something I'm really surprised with some of the scoring totals that we've seen from the Chargers in the other games. I mean, you know, averaging 30-plus points a game. And we talked about Milan's defense. They've given up 38 points per game so far. They've played 3-3A school, so maybe that has something to do with it. As the punt's away, Norman's going to field it. And he, I think he got on top of it. He did muff the catch, but had the wherewithal to reach out with one hand and save a turnover at their own 20-yard line. So I think he's saying a lot of prayers right now, Travis, saying a lot, a lot of prayers because he thought he had the ball and took his eyes off the ball. Number one key in uh, sports, I don't care which sports ball you're playing, you got to keep your eyes on the ball. So actually going to start at their own 21. But to finish my thought on the Milan defense, they did play three 3A schools, including Lawrenceburg, who's one of the best teams in all of 3A, all the state. So um, obviously they gave up some points, but tonight – Maybe this is more what we're going to see when they're playing teams in their own class in 1A. Defense has been fantastic. I'm telling you what, the coach is going to look like a genius, genius, you know, getting these guys prepped and ready if that's truly the key, Travis, and that's a good observation. And off the read on first down, looked like he got one or two yards. So conversely, outside of the one big play that Reed broke for the 63-yard touchdown, North Decatur's defense has held up pretty well forcing two punts out of the first three possessions for Milan. I mean, they really have. They are likewise, you know, limiting the amount of personnel that uh, Milan's able to get involved here in the game. Really haven't been calling a lot of the other names that we're used to calling as much here, but uh, right now I think they're just trying to find out what works and run with it. Four wide receivers for Milan, three split to the right. Asherman's by himself here on the near side, and he's got a distinct height advantage, and they're going to throw to him. He pushed off maybe a little bit, but they don't call it, and Asherman... Is going to take it down to the 40-yard line. Not a 40-yard gain, pretty much right on the money. I mean, that's just about as uh, even yardage as you can get there. And, man, uh, again, maybe just a little bit of contact there, but I'm telling you, definitely at this level, that should be let go almost all the time and just a great catch. Man, what a good job that was. Big gainer there. Now, Carson Asherman goes 6-4, and he is being guarded by 5'10", Evan Howe. So, no surprise that Milan looked to exploit that matchup when they got the one-on-one coverage, and now they're in plus territory. Play clock is running down, now down to five seconds. We'll see if Milan has to burn another timeout. Down to three, two. All right, Work gets it off, and he's going to go deep again. Maybe the pocket collapses, trying to make something out of nothing, and Work is hit. He's there. He's going to lose a couple yards. 
Dag gone. I tell you what, if he could have seen a little bit to his right, that whole right side of the field, Travis was open, had a lot of daylight to get there. But, you know, when you've got that much pressure coming at you, you just can't see the field. Yeah, he got forced to the weak side, so not a lot of room to run for Peyton as he loses four yards on that first down. Second and 14. Milan has it just inside the 45-yard line in plus territory. 5.50 left in the half. Milan leads it 6-0. Work in the shotgun. He's going to roll to his right. Looks like a designed run. Not a lot there, and that is a great tackle by Connor Messer, the all-state linebacker for the Chargers. Man, they read that all the way, felt exactly what was going to happen, and just gave, uh, you know, work nowhere to run. Yeah, got back to the line of scrimmage, third and 14. If anything for Milan on this drive, they have definitely flipped the field position. Still have a third and 14 to maybe keep the drive alive. Would you be super aggressive in this situation? You got a 6 nothing lead still early? No, I think you're going to play conservative here, Travis. I really do. If we're third quarter-ish, maybe you might try and do that, put a little uh, more pressure in closer to the end of the game. But right now, I think conservative all the way. Work rolls to his left. He's looking deep for Asherman. It's a jump ball, and that is going to be intercepted by Logan Caney. It's as good as a punt. So not a bad idea to take a shot down the field as it is, uh, like I said, essentially going to be a punt. North Skater is going to get it on their own 16-yard line. I mean, yeah, again, when you can uh, eliminate a return factor in there, uh, you are giving up the yardage, but you're not giving up, uh, you know, the field position. So what a, just a, a smart play. Uh, you had an opportunity to maybe make it a really, really huge successful play. In the meantime, you did flip the field, like you said. I mean, they were just punting uh, down on their own goal line uh, just about four minutes ago. So, again, uh, a, a good job there and a good recognition. All right, so 4.56 left here in the first half. North Decatur will get the ball out of halftime. You know I like to keep tabs on that. (laughs) So big defensive possession for Milan to keep North Decatur off the board as Palmer is going to come out under center. He's going to stay there. They hand off to Messer to the left. And again, Merida, Rutherford, and company along that front line, Nolan Ryan, they have played absolutely phenomenal here in this first half as they meet Messer right near the line of scrimmage. Actually got him for a loss of two. I mean, it really did, and just able to make a big difference. I mean, given Messer is a net yardage of like seven yards right now uh, through eight carries. So, again, uh, just really, you know, shutting down. Uh, it just seems like not getting to get any containment there around their center there and get that penetration and just mess up a lot of the timing. So second and 12, 420 left in the first half. Milan continues to get North Decatur into obvious passing downs. Farmer is going to drop back to throw, and he throws to a player that was on the on the turf. That was uh, Nobby. Well, I guess if you're uh, trying to get a completion stat, that's one way, but is that even for a, a game there, Travis? I'm not sure he caught it. It looks like it's going to be third and 12, so an incomplete pass. Okay. And Farmer... Kind of double pump back there because, again, pressure from that front four from Milan in his face all night long. Oh, looking at a receiver out in the flat that he really wanted to, he looked up and saw that there were two Milan defenders right there, just nowhere to go, uh, more of less just throwing the ball away, uh, not really worrying about that play and just trying to move on to here and see what they can do on third down. Third and 12, three wide receivers, four North Decatur, man in motion to the right side of the formation. Farmer's going to throw, and that is picked off by Adam Norman. And he might take it all the way back. He and did. he does. Touchdown, Adam Norman. 
Milan with a big pick six to take a two-score lead. Wow, wow, wow. I'm telling you, I mean, I know the tel- quarterback was telegraphing where he was throwing the ball, but still great wherewithal and the vision, and then be able to finish that off with a touchdown run. Fantastic. Go Indians. My goodness. Adam Norman came up from his safety spot, jumped right in front of that slant route, and took it about 30 yards to the house for a pick six. The Milan defense has come to play here tonight. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, this is just fantastic. This is great football. Great to see the Indians having the success that they deserve, that they've earned, especially after taking last week off without their call. Ethan Collick puts it through the extra point. Good. Milan leads it 13 to nothing with 3.58 left in the half. We're back after this. High school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. Hey, it's Happy Jack. Hang out with me every weekday from 10 to 2 where the laughs and smiles are always free on Eagle Country 99.3. Well, Iowa fans are having fun so far tonight as the Indians lead North Decatur 13-0 with 3.58 left in the first half. Adam Norman, his second interception of the year, took it back about 30 yards for a touchdown. My goodness, I, I cannot say enough good things about this Milan defense. They're gonna Coach Lankerman's gonna want two weeks to prepare for every team now with the way they're playing tonight. Holy cow! Either that or start off with those three A teams, get the pressure, get them kind of used to where they just gotta feel like every play has to give their all, and you can get a performance like this all day, every day. A little squib kick there, and North Decatur. See what number that was. 22. That's Bryant Becker, one of their linebackers. He's able to get on that ball, and North Decatur will have good field position to start their fourth drive, excuse me, fifth drive of the contest. Right around the 36-yard line. So, nothing too bad here field position-wise. Again, when you've had the success up front, but you're still going to have to kind of plan for that big play because that's where I think that they could be very dangerous. Uh, How definitely could be coming up. A lot of incompletions in a row for Palmer, so this Milan defense firing on all cylinders. As Palmer's going to keep it this time, I believe that's his first rush. He got maybe two yards on first down. Man, I had that as his first run there, and yeah, just nothing to be had. How many incompletions in a row of Milan forced? Looks eight. like eight, including an interception that went all the way to the house for a touchdown. So Milan continually getting North Decatur into obvious passing downs. And then Milan's got a lot of great athletes in that secondary that are able to capitalize on some bad throws or maybe just good positioning. I'm telling you, I, I just really think that the pressure and penetration in the middle has definitely just been messing up the vision and the uh, plans of the Chargers here. Armor hands to Messer. He'll run to his left. And again, a swarm of Milan defenders right on him, knocking him back towards the line of scrimmage. I mean, Travis, there's four and five Indians on top of that. I can't, I can't even see all the numbers. They're so jumbled up. I mean, this is great. Great discipline along that front seven, front six. Uh, you know, a lot of times they only have two linebackers out there as uh, we do have a timeout on the field. We're going to keep it right here. Timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. 
This is BeaconOrtho.com. Stay tuned to uh, our post-game coverage. Uh, later on, we will announce our star of the game, presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. A couple candidates standing out thus far. At halftime, we're going to take a look at the Ivy Tech Community College Stats Report. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville, by the way. Check them out, ivytech.edu. And, well, as we go down our spiel, we'll also uh, take a look at our player who fueled their team, Wardway Fuels, presents that award. They are your local propane and home heating oil provider. With fast delivery to your business or home, visit wardway.com. And uh, certainly some names starting to jump off the page for Milan. There's been two really big plays from Logan Reed and Adam Norman. Of course, they're going to be in the conversation, but... Maybe a group that gets it for, uh, you know, who's fueling the team right now because the defensive line for Milan has to get some kind of recognition so far in this ballgame. Exactly. There's no way I could single out one guy on that front line. I mean, I'm a Rutherford fan. I can't help it. That's just what it is. But, I mean, you know, everybody knows he's a great, phenomenal football player. But there he's getting so many help from so many other guys up front. They are getting it done. I mean, when you think of uh, Colmore and Alex Winger just up there just pounding it in and just mucking it up and just doing what they're supposed to do, it looks good. Man, 39-9 for North Decatur. Caney in motion to the left. Four wide receivers. He throws to Caney, and that ball was nearly intercepted. It looked like that was Chris Phillips, actually, that uh, checked in. He tends to check in on third down so Peyton Work can go get ready to potentially play quarterback on a uh, defensive stop. So a really nice job there from Phillips as they force another three and out. And just more incompletions there. I mean, great defense, but still still Palmer trying to get a second completion on the night. Another punt here. It's a high punt. Norman's going to call for a fair catch. And Evan Howe was mighty close to Adam as he made that fair catch, but no flag there for uh, being inside the halo, as they call it. I call that the... Personal uh, bubble there, uh, Travis, I'm telling you. <laughs> and there was some bubble penetration is all I'm saying. Well, Milan's going to have 248 left in the first half to potentially go down and add to their two-score lead. It's a 13 nothing Milan lead here. Uh, they will start this possession on their own 34-yard line. So now, again, are we going to go conservative, Travis? Are we going to try and, you know, keep on the gas and try and see what we can do? Well, they got uh, plenty of time to see if they can get some chunk yardage here on their first couple of plays. Uh, Four wide receivers for Word. It's going to be a quarterback keeper right up the middle. He's going to get a first down. That's going to be about a 12-yard gain for Peyton Wirt on first down. And that will be a first down for Milan. I mean, yeah, whether you were playing was conservative or not, if you're going to get yards at, you know, 10 to 12 yards at pop, you'll take that every day. That play actually looked very similar to Joe Burrow's first-ever touchdown for the Cincinnati Bengals a couple weeks ago <laughs> against the Chargers where he called his own number. So uh, another Four wide for Peyton Wirt. This time he's back to throw. He finds Norman across the middle. And it looks like he got about seven yards on that game. So nice little pitch and catch from Wirt to Norman as we approach. We'll call it the two-minute warning. They don't actually have one in high school football, but Milan knows they got two minutes to get the ball across the end zone or through the uprights to add to their lead. Well, at least they caused a little hurry-up offense there, so I think it should be a good thing. And they are liking this four-wide receiver empty backfield for work. As he throws to Asherman, a little bit too tall. That's hard to do. Uh, throwing towards the 6'4", Asherman. Incomplete pass going to bring up a third and three 
Yeah, Travis, I didn't realize you could get the ball that high there for him. I mean, goodness gracious, there's no more he can do on that basketball court. Wow. Well, when they get the basketball season, if he's throwing it up high, that's for Carson to go jam it. <laughs> I think that ball was in about that same area of the rim, uh, just to maybe a touch out of reach. Third and three, empty backfield again for work. Right near midfield, it's going to be that quarterback keeper again. And he got maybe a yard. Yeah, didn't really fool anyone with that one. I think the uh, Chargers game plan for that run uh, coming up the middle there. Fourth and two. We've seen Milan go for it in a similar position earlier in the game, and they took it all the way for a touchdown on that 63-yarder from Logan Reed. So, yeah, they'll 20 seconds on the playcock, so they can take it down to about a minute left in the quarter. I would like to see him do that. I don't know what they're going to, Travis. We're going to roll to his left. And he actually got around the pressure and looked like he is able to get the first down. Oh, my. And more got about six yards. Yeah, man, really shocked me there that the uh, Chargers weren't able to gain, gain faster. But I'm telling you what, that just shows the wheels of work. Yeah, and it looks like maybe he hesitated just a little bit, caught that first defender off guard, and then hit the Jets. Hit the NOS if you like the Fast and Furious uh, series. But first down, got out of bounds, stopped the clock. Minute three left in the first half. Still got that empty backfield. Work starting to feel it back there a little bit. He's got a man across the middle. That is Alex Gunter. Oh, he dropped it. Boy, oh, boy. man, had the ball until Caney played the hit on him. Would have been a big gainer for sure. Great, you know, great, uh, you know, to see that uh, catch and uh, pass. And then, you know, just also good defense, though, blocking that out and knocking the ball out. And so Howard Barker in this um, empty backfield set has essentially served as the tight end. Uh, a lot of times you'll see him as a fullback lead blocker. And there is actually a flag on that play. They call him a little holding on them. Yeah, Rutherford was getting the uh, lowdown from the – looks like uh, – Number 60, I think that might have been Braylon Nuds at the left tackle position that was held, that was holding there. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. Without, <laughs> without uh, having a replay up here, that's who Chandler Rutherford was speaking with uh, after the play. So I think he's probably telling them, hey, got a little hold there. So first and 25, Milan backs it up to their own 46-yard line. 57 seconds left. Wirt's going to roll to his right. Come on, turn, turn. He's got Asherman on the out route, and he's going to catch it near the far sideline. So they appear to get a good portion of that yardage back, but the Milan offense is not moving forward, so maybe another flag on the play. Oh, I just used to my laundry on the far side there because I was like, man, that should have been about 15 yards, but I'm with you. So maybe a little a bit of unfortunate for yeah. Milan here on this particular drive. Ineligible man downfield. But Back at the off. same time, they've taken some time off the clock. If North Decatur does get it back, they're not going to have a whole lot of opportunity to maybe go down and inch a little bit closer on the scoreboard. Oh, I think I think Milan should be able to control the clock here all the way down, take it down, and not even have to give up the possession, at least in this half of football. I think they're going to be happy with this little 13-0 lead into halftime. Again, you're going to take all the yardage you can get. Uh, I still expect to see more run. I uh, don't expect to see the ball in the air, which, of course, means they'll probably do the opposite, Travis. Now, first and 28, Wirt is going to throw. He's got Barker. Actually, excuse me, that's Wade out in the flat. And he gets it up to the 50-yard line, so that's an eight-yard gain on first down. Or... Oh. Oh, 
is ticking. Milan will have to run at least one more play. With the play clock just a second below the game clock. 13 nothing lead for Milan. Maybe a heave downfield for Peyton Work. Throws it to Adam Norman. That'll fall incomplete. It'll be third and 20. Travis, you think maybe that Josh Clark theory you mentioned earlier, just trying to get into some some long distance range. Uh, you know, is there any thought process there, or is it probably just well, going to probably be probably a little too late now with just seven seconds on the clock. But if you're not familiar with the Milan roster, Josh Clark is uh, one of their kickers. Ethan Collick does most of the duties, but Josh is a phenomenal soccer player and uh, can really boot it from a long ways out. So if they need him in a situation like that, he could be an asset for this Milan offense as they're just going to run out the clock with Logan Reed, and, well, he breaks a couple of tackles. He's still on his feet, but will eventually go down after a modest gain of about five yards, but Milan will take it into the locker room, a 13-0 lead for the Indians as they look to avenge two losses to North Decatur from last season, including a one-point loss in the sectional final. They are halfway there. We'll be back with the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan halftime show. This is High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hello, I'm Dr. David Argo with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Our offices are open and we are here to give you the same quality of care that you've come to know from Beacon over the years. I am proud to be the medical director of East Central, Lawrenceburg, and South Dearborn High Schools and look forward to providing the same level of care we do for our professionals to you, your student, and your families. If you need an appointment, call today, 513-354-3700, or you can schedule an appointment online at BeaconOrtho.com. I think everyone here is focus on the same thing and you can really feel that and it's good to feed off your your peers who are all focused on the same goal that you are obviously smaller class sizes which i think is a really good thing you're never too far away from your professor and they're always usually pretty available i'm chris and i'm with ivy learn more at ivytech.edu slash lawrenceburg fun can be had at home this year with wardway fuels grill and pool shop wardway has an extensive grill line with big green egg traeger and weber with over 25 years in pool care wardway can do your closing maintenance repair and pool liners too. Need propane? Wardway Fuels can fill your propane or CO2 tank for less than the exchange places. Wardway is your expert on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with a sign that's easy to find. Visit wardway.com. I think everyone here is focused on the same thing and you can really feel that and it's good to feed off your, your peers who are all focused on the same goal that you are. Obviously smaller class sizes, which I think is a really good thing. You're never too far away from your professor and they're always usually pretty available. I'm Chris, and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. This year, teachers are learning new ways to teach. Parents are learning to lesson plan. And young minds are learning a new definition of classroom. This year, we're all students learning what it takes to make this work. At Verizon, we're enabling education wherever or however students need this year. With credentialed teacher training, free lesson plans for parents, and tech-enabled solutions for schools nationwide. It's Citizen Verizon in action. Our plan for economic, environmental, and social advancement. I saved big money with the Progressive Home and Auto Bundle, so I finally bought that new set of golf clubs. Watch out, Fairway. Here I come. This is not a real testimonial. 
Sure, customers can save big with Progressive, but your other expenses won't just disappear. Are those clubs going to help you when the hot water heater dies? Also, it sounds like your money is better spent on golf lessons. Time to go shoot the course record. No, but maybe time for a reality check. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hey, sports ball fans. This is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Got enough fiber in your diet? High-speed internet is coming to Lawrenceburg soon. Brought to you by the City of Lawrenceburg. Get signed up and set your installation appointment now at the LMU drive through on Walnut Street, 8 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. Compare and save. Call now and the installation fee will be waived. Questions about high-speed internet? Call 812-532-3500 today and get high-speed answers. 812-532-3500. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get on the news, weather, and traffic. You need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan Halftime Show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business at halftime. Milan leading North Decatur 13 to nothing in this massive mid-Indiana football conference clash. The first conference game for Milan, um, but it's the most important because North Decatur, by most accounts, the most talented team in the conference, but Milan is showing that perhaps they need to take that distinction with a 13-0 lead at half. Happy Jack, what do you think of the uh, first fra- first couple frames of this game? Oh, my good night, Travis. I'm telling you, this is fantastic. I tell you what, this is when they – people need to understand this is why they talk about the eye test because, yes, you can all play it on paper. You can put all the stats, who's done what, who's supposed to do what, but you got to go out and play the games. And I tell you what, Milan came out here ready to play, and they have just done a phenomenal job. I mean, I'm telling Telling you, oh, they have been able to really just uh, eliminate. They did that Bill Belichick thing. I really believe they <laughs> took away what the Chargers do best and have sure. turned that to their advantage. And then, well, also winning the uh, turnover battle is also a big, huge thing. Yeah, let's look at a couple of the drives from the first half. Now, Milan first possession punt. Second possession, they ran three plays, went 70 yards. Logan Reed took it 63 yards to the house on fourth and one for the opening score. Their next couple of drives. Punt on their third drive. Peyton worked through an interception on their fourth drive as they were moving down the field. It was essentially a punt. And then um, they had their drive right before half where they didn't get any points. But the defense for Milan has been absolutely phenomenal. We saw that first completion for North Decatur as Palmer hit Howell for 45 yards. They were down in the red zone. Milan holds, turnover on downs. And then after that, punt, three and out, three and out. 30-yard interception returned by Adam Norman for a touchdown and then another three and out for the Milan defense has been on the top of their game. I mean, yes, uh, Carson Palmer has uh, just as many completions for the defense as it does the offense. <laughs> exactly I mean, right. I mean, it, it's just crazy how that works out because, and if you look at all his passes, though, Palmer's passes have been on the high side. Even his completion to Howell was a really high throw over the middle, which, again, you put it where only your receiver could get it. I mean, that's one of the things that you're taught. But other than that, he has just really been overthrowing those, which, again, goes back to that pressure from those front three on the defensive line or maybe just the whole defensive line because it has just been a fantastic job of 
putting pressure on the quarterback, containing from the outside, not allowing them to run outside, and then just keeping the quarterback on his heels because every throw, like I said, has just been up. I mean, we've got over 10 incomplete passes, a total of 45 yards from Farmer, uh, who, uh, you know, again, prior to this, making a lot of completions uh, between 50-53% there on his uh, completion percentage, but just, you know, well over 100 yards. And I know he can still get to that, so still a lot of football to be played. But, man, you just think that, boy, he is going to be playing from behind, uh, kind of under the gun, so to speak, for the uh, rest of the game. All right, how about a look at our Hag Ford keys to the game? Well, North Decatur Keys are going to be to play four-quarter football and manage the turnovers. Well, they're going to have to do that to a T if they want to be able to come away with this matchup uh, as a uh, win for sure because right now they are getting tested down 13 points at the first, already turned the ball over twice, and just haven't been real solid overall. As for the Milan, well, they had to stop the running game and be able to score quickly. I mean, you took the, take, you know, the aggressiveness of the coach to take a outside run sweep on fourth and one when they could have been turning the ball over at midfield, turns into a 63-yard gain for a touchdown, which then allowed them to kind of open up the offense and be able to do it. So they got score quickly. They're doing a great job stopping the running game. A big shout-out to Rutherford up front. Just love seeing him. Such a great football player. Uh, but both of those uh, keys right now holding true and kind of giving us that 13 to nothing matchup that we're looking at, Travis. All right, thank you so much. Those are the Hag Ford keys to the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand-new Ford today. HagfordSales.com. How about a check of our Ivy Tech Community College stats report? Uh, jump in and talk about the Chargers here first. Uh, Messer getting the most uh, uh, rushing there, eight rushing attempts, but still only able to account for seven yards. Howell getting a little bit involved in the rushing game, a couple yards. Other than that, not a whole lot going on there. Uh, you know, the big success for Palmer in the air was his 45 completion to Howell. Other than that, his only completion of the game, so not a whole lot of stats there, but I expect a lot more offense from the Chargers in the second half. As for Milan, well, uh, Wirtz has been getting it done on the ground and the air, just kind of like we talked about during the pregame. Uh, we've got over 81 yards through the air. Uh, you know, make sure and double-check that math. Yep, that is six completions for 81 yards. And then he's got over 41 yards and nine carries on the ground. Uh, you've got Reed coming through with 72 yards, of course, uh, 63 of those coming on one play. And then through the air, you get Norman, Asherman, and then uh, Wade with another five yards in there. But Asherman, uh, total was 56 yards there. Uh, but, Norman, you got to give a big shout-out for the interception and the touchdown. Absolutely. Those are your Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Ivy Tech located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville, ivytech.edu. We do have at least one score to pass along to you from another area game tonight. East Central without their star running back, Jake Fike, for the rest of the season. Offense is a little slow going for the Trojans tonight. They do lead Batesville. Three to nothing at the end of one. Still working to get a score from Lawrenceburg and Indy Arsenal Tech. Also other games in um, the area tonight. Oldenburg Academy at Switzerland County. That's a mid-Indiana football conference clash. And in Ohio, Harrison versus Roth and Taylor versus Madeira. We'll try to get you updated on some of those scores as the night rolls on. But right now it is 13 to nothing. Milan here at the half. We are going to take a little break. We will come back with more on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. You're listening to High School Football on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. Hey, sportsball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. 
Turn your career dreams into reality at Ivy Tech. Complete the enrollment process, apply for financial aid, and meet with an academic advisor all in one day. At Ivy Tech, you can work and go to school with flexible class schedules. No need to wait. Visit ivytech.edu today. Do you have a special talent for capturing unique and artistic photos? If so, don't miss your chance to submit them for Margaret Mary Health's 2021 Community Calendar Contest. Photos may be sent by email, CD, or flash drive. All submissions are due by Friday, November 6th. To learn more, visit us online at mmhealth.org or call Margaret Mary's Marketing Department at 812-933-5517. A crisp morning on the way to your secret hunting spot. A bonfire circled with friends. That fall hay in all its fragrance. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan knows what tickles your nose, and it's not that new truck smell. You want a quality, affordable, low-mileage truck that will last without a payment or a fancy fake smell sticking around. Your discount truck headquarters knows what really matters. The tradition continues at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Find the most trusted name in the car business at whitewatermotorcompany.com. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind, or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures, to the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory-creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Hello, I'm Dr. David Argo with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. It has been my pleasure to provide quality orthopedic care to southeastern Indiana families for the last 15 years. If you're experiencing pain or sustain an injury, my team and I will create a plan to get you back safely to the things you love to do. Call today at 513-354-3700 or you can schedule an appointment yourself online at beaconortho.com. I'm Dr. Heidi Murley, a surgeon with St. Elizabeth. Delaying your surgery may have left you in pain. You don't have to deal with that any longer. Whether it's your knee, hip, hand, or hernia at St. Elizabeth, our advanced surgical options are safely open to you right now. Offering same-day surgery to get you home quickly. Using minimally invasive procedures to shorten recovery time. Leading the nation with advanced robotic surgery. St. Elizabeth surgical options are customized for you. Safe, convenient, high quality. The most advanced surgery right here. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to the Whitewater Rotor Company in Milan Halftime Show. Whitewater Rotor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. We're just a few minutes away from resuming this ball game at Milan High School. The Indians leading North Decatur 13 to nothing. At the half, and uh, we do want to kind of highlight some of the players that might be standing out that could potentially be our star of the game tonight. Happy Jack, I know there was uh, two huge plays from Logan Reed and Adam Norman. Are you looking at those guys? Uh, where are you looking right now for star of the game later on? And I'm going to try and get away from work because it's not always the quarterback, but I'm telling you what, getting it done both ways through the air and on the ground, really managing the game well, recognizing what's in front of them, uh, you know, being very smart about when he's putting the ball in the air. And when you're seeing the opposite on the other side of the field and what that's done to the Chargers offense, uh, that's kind of why I'm leaning towards there. But I'm telling you, some of these explosive plays, anybody could be uh, coming up in that category. Well, if um, the score line holds up or at least Milan wins the game, I think the entire Milan defense has to be the front runner for not only the player, but the players that have fueled their team. 
Um, we talked a lot in the pregame about how this defense has given up a lot of points, a lot of explosive plays so far in this season. It's something that Coach Lankerman talked about in the pregame. That has not been the case so far in the first half. They've only given up one explosive play, but other than that, they have been stone cold, just solid. They really have. I mean, you know, as far as the almost from a uh, basketball standpoint, man-to-man sticking to those guys like glue and not getting off of that, not getting caught, you know, looking in the backfield, seeing what the quarterback's doing, really doing their jobs, containing. Uh, and it, that's one of the big things on the defense, the fact that they're able to contain those ends. I mean, I know they're getting the pressure up front. Trust me, Rutherford, the big boy, is getting it done there on the center. But, man, to be able to then keep them from uh, getting on the outside and getting beat on the end, that is just a fantastic job by the, like you said, the whole defense there just doing a great job. So as North Decatur comes back out on the field, um, do you have uh, kind of an indication or a thought of what they might try to do offensively to start getting the ball moving? They haven't done anything through the air, and the run game has been stopped as well. They just can't get anything going. Uh, I think you're going to see, you're going to hear say some other names, Travis. I think you're going to see some other folks involved. You're going to hear a lot more of Nobby. You're going to hear a lot more of Lopez. You're going to get some more, some of these seniors, some of these guys, maybe not the more athletic folks, but they're going to need some good, smart play that's going on right now because they've kind of been putting themselves a little bit behind the eight ball. And then when you have to make those panic decisions, most of those are not the right ones. Yeah, and we mentioned um, the star player Logan Caney and how much uh, he has been involved on their offense throughout the year, not only as a receiver but a runner. He has not touched the ball very much on offense. Maybe he is a, a guy that could spark North Decatur. But for Milan, they want to just keep playing the way they're playing because they have been lights out on defense. So the um, game clock has gone to triple zeros. We're going to see if they put any additional time on the clock. I believe they will as North Decatur just came back out on the field. Yes, indeed. Three more minutes until we start the second half. So we're going to step away, hear from some of our great sponsors here. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Fun can be had at home this year with Wardway Fuels Grill and Pool Shop. Wardway has an extensive grill line with Big Green Egg, Traeger, and Weber. With over 25 years in pool care, Wardway can do your closing, maintenance, repairs, and pool liners, too. Need propane? Wardway Fuels can fill your propane or CO2 tank for less than the exchange places. Wardway is your expert on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with a sign that's easy to find. Visit Wardway. Dot com. Your family's hometown pharmacy. over 50? Have you had chicken pox? If you answered yes to both of these questions, you may be eligible to receive a vaccine to prevent shingles. Ask our pharmacist about how to get your vaccine today. DeVille Pharmacies, Dillsborough and Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy. Your family's hometown pharmacy. Planning a gathering with family and friends? The Dearborn County Health Department wants to remind you that the risk for COVID-19 still exists. As people return to work and their usual activities, there is potential for positive case counts to rise. Don't forget to distance yourself from others and wear a mask. Keep hand sanitizer handy. Enjoy the great outdoors and do your part to minimize the spread of COVID-19. If you have been exposed to a positive case or aren't feeling well, consider testing via your primary care provider or our local Optum testing site. This message, a service of the Dearborn County Health Department. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind, or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures, to the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, 
Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Happy Jack bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Well, Happy Jack's doing his happy dance here in the broadcast booth as we're getting set for second half action from Milan High School. The Indians leading North Decatur 13 to nothing. And uh, right now, everything is kosher over here on the Milan side. Everybody's feeling good. This North Decatur team beat Milan twice last year, went on to win the conference, and then beat Milan by one point in the sectional final. So, Milan can come away with a win tonight. It's going to feel extra special for this team. It really is. And I'm telling you, I mean, it is uh, football weather. It's football night. Everybody's feeling it. I mean, you're going to have to try and see how these uh, Milan Indians are going to, because they're going to come out of the halftime pumped up, Travis. I mean, the heat energy level is going to be crazy. You think I'm doing the happy dance. Trust me, they are down there just like, oh, we got this, we got this. But they're going to have to try and calm down a little bit and just play within themselves and see if they can continue to take away whatever direction the Chargers decide to go, because I'm going to think they're going to change up. This first possession for North is going to be very intriguing to see if they do change up their offensive philosophy a little bit or at least try to get more people involved, maybe change up their uh, play calling a little bit as uh, this Milan defense. Um, actually, I've, I actually messed that up earlier in the game, and I'm calling myself out. Milan did um, kick off first, so Milan's going to get the ball. That's uh, my mistake. Um, hey. It's not going to be perfect, people. I can admit that. So, uh, nonetheless, this is actually working out better for Milan as uh, they will receive the ball to start this half with a 13-0 lead. And a little bit of a squib kick, and that's going to go all the way back to about the 10-yard line. Reed picks it up, and he's got a little bit of room to run. Runs into his own teammate, does get it back out to the 20-yard line. Yeah, overall, not a, not, a, not a bad recovery there, but you just has a defenders can't let the ball get behind you like that. I mean, it's not like he's going to the end zone, uh, so a little bit of a scramble there, but at least able to get about 10 yards of that uh, back and be able to give him somewhat decent field position. At least you're not backed up on your 10-yard line. Quick score update. We do want to let folks know that the Lawrenceburg Tigers lead Indianapolis Arsenal Tech 12-0 at the end of the first quarter. 6-18, the Tigers are playing up in the Circle City tonight as Milan starts. With a uh, two-wide receiver set, two to the left here on the near side. Travis, after coming to, covering two of those Tigers games, I really felt like we needed a Tiger roar for that little update. <laughs> Work under center. Going to hand it off to Reed, who's had a nice night so far. And he has met right at the line of scrimmage. Again, Connor Messer, one of the better linebackers in the state, specifically in Class 1A, comes up from his middle linebacker spot. Yeah, Make the tackle. Loss of a yard maybe on that, or maybe give him right at the line. Right at the line of scrimmage there. In the first half, Milan did have six first downs, converted a handful of third downs. Second and ten right now, we're in the shotgun. He's got Norman and Escherman to his left. And they are going to throw the ball, swings it out to Norman, makes the catch. Bryant Becker comes over from his linebacker spot to force Norman out of bounds. Going to set up a third and manageable six-yard gain on that pass from Norman. Excuse me, work to Norman. 
third and four, right at the 25-yard line. Three wide receiver set for work, two to his right, one to the short side. That's Carson Asherman. We'll see if he gets single coverage over here. Looks like there may be shade in the safety, but now he moves back towards the middle of the field. Asherman's got a distinct height advantage if they want to go that route. They hand it off to Reed. He's going to try to get the edge, and I don't know if he's going to make it. I think it was Scott. just lying. <laughs> got back to the line of scrimmage, we think. So that's going to be a three and out. So North Decatur's defense does exactly what they needed to do to keep themselves in this ball game, forcing a quick three and out. And also you did see a little more conservative play calling there from the Indians on that. Uh, pass not nearly down the field, much more of a, a you know, more of a flat-out pass, but, you know, potential. And Milan might be able to live with some conservative offensive play considering how well their defense has played. Uh, we'll see if Caden Jordan can get off another good punt here. He's backed up, probably kicking right from around his own 15-yard line. Lefty, got to like that. I'm a lefty, too. And Messer fields it right around the 50. Chandler Rutherford, <laughs> defensive tackle, offensive lineman. He's the first guy down the field on a punt, showing his athleticism, and he met Messer as soon as he caught the ball. Man, I felt like I was having a John Bad moment there because I love it when the big guys get involved and he was downfield first getting it. I mean, that train was a rolling now, Travis, uh, and definitely, you know, put a little uh, uh, a little stop block there to let the other guys come in there and get the stop there, keeping that from being a big run back or at least a big return on that punt. North Decatur with good field position on the Milan 46. Palmer's going to be under center, and he will hand off to Messer, who is slammed down to the ground by Hunter Merida but a good positive gain for North Decatur on first down. That's going to be a five-yard gain down to the 41-yard line. Second and five upcoming. This is kind of North Decatur's M.O. Most years is their power run team. See if they just start to get really physical with Milan and get something going on the ground. They're in the shotgun formation here, two running backs in the backfield. And Palmer's going to keep this one, and that's the most running room he's gotten thus far as he's drug out of bounds by Adam Norman. That is going to be a first down gain of eight yards for Palmer. Yeah, his first completed run of the night as far as for some positive gains. But, again, that a containment from the outside that we talked about they were doing so well, let him get outside of that and able to pick up that first down and his whole eight yards on now, top. Again, as well as Milan played in the first half, they can't be content with a 13 nothing lead because we've seen North Decatur be able to make comebacks in the past. First and ten, and we've got some motion. Well, Travis, I, I really didn't see much of a whole lot there unless somebody got set and decided to come back. We've got Palmer going over to the sideline right now. And it looks like he's going to come out of the game. So they're bringing C. Evan Howell coming in. We also see number nine, Ty Littmer. He is a freshman. He is listed on the two deep as the backup quarterback. So we'll see if he's going to take the snaps here. Man, very highly unusual here, Travis. And they actually have Noah Howe now in the backfield. He's going to take the snap out of the shotgun, and he will run it. And Mylon sniffs that one out pretty good as Howe's able to get maybe two yards as he just – as soon as he got, caught the snap, he just immediately darted to his left for the quarterback design run. 
Yeah, didn't, didn't try and give any type of, a, you know, acting like handing the ball off or any of that to at least try and, you know, set those linebackers a little bit, and they were able to kind of come up there and meet him at the line of scrimmage. But, you know, maybe you give him a gain of one out of that maybe. One-yard gain, yes, indeed. Good call there, Jack, as Carson Farmer back in at quarterback. He's got Lopez and Messer flanking him in the backfield. Caney coming in motion. He gets the jet sweep and a good tackle from Alex Winger. Actually, excuse me, that was 43 Cole Steele. Yeah, but just a really good job of trying to, you know, trying to reel him in because we know once he gets going, uh, that is going to be crazy. Yeah, and uh, they have contained Logan Caney, who has, by all accounts, been North Decatur's top offensive player all season, nine touchdowns. He does it in a variety of ways, but Milan's really been able to shut him down on offense. Third and five. From about the 27-yard line, they're going to hand it off to Messer, and he is met immediately. Fought his way for a couple additional yards, but he is short of the first down. It'll bring up a fourth and two, fourth and three for North Decatur, and you got to think they're going to go for it here now that they are down to the 24-yard line. Hard to see that. <laughs> Put the Milan players in front of the yard markers. But fourth and two. Huge play here for North Decatur. Trying to get into the red zone. Down 13 to nothing in the second half. Milan's defense has been really good in these situations. They bring the blitz, and that is caught by Noah Howe. He is hit immediately by Peyton Cavan. And I'm not sure that he brought in the catch once he was hit. I think they're going to give him the catch, but still short of the first down, it looks to be, Travis. Yeah, they threw it out really quick over on an out route to Noah Howe. Peyton Cavins was right there to meet him, right at the stick. This is going to be a huge call in this game. It's either a first down and North Decatur's in the red zone, or it's a turnover on downs, and the Milan defense holds up yet again. The chain gang is uh, out onto the field. I mean, right now it really does appear that they're going to be there, but, again, you can't really tell until they stretch them chains all the way out. But it looks like the coverage here from the chains. And the Milan defense oh. has held strong a turnover on downs. Peyton Cavins being credited with the big, big tackle there coming up from his corner position. And uh, Peyton, 5'7", 145. And uh, he made a heck of a tackle on a uh, Noah House, six foot one sixty. So I always like to see the size discrepancy and share that with our listeners. Peyton Cavins, what a play! I mean, it was just crazy because if you can just see the guy jumping up in the air and him coming down, taking him out from his feet, and where he comes just down flat, it was just a great play, great containment, and every inch truly mattered on that stop. I want to start from their own. 22-yard line, working a shotgun. He's going to hand it off. Two-yard gain, and that was actually Cole Steele on that carry. And that really looked like Wirt uh, wanted to pull that back out and keep that for himself, but uh, ended up going and releasing that ball. Yeah, so we'll see uh, Cole Steele uh, running back this possession. Um, he does get a decent amount of playing time back there as he and Logan Reed share some carries. Reed certainly gets the bulk, but Cole Steele, a capable runner, flanking work to his left. He's got three wide receivers, two on the far side, one on the near. Work's going to keep it on the read option this time. He got a couple good blocks. He gets to the corner, 
And he's going to take that for a first down, and they knocked over the water table, and they got a personal foul on the North Decatur defense for tackling work out of bounds. So give them 12 yards and a first down plus some penalty yardage. Man, oh, man, I'm telling you what, and I, I, I know you really can't tell that, especially on the grass field. It's a little less obvious than there, uh, but still, he was severely out of bounds as far as when that tackle was made. Absolutely. Uh, good call, and uh, I will say it wasn't a super malicious hit out of bounds. It was just the fact that it was out of bounds. So uh, they're going to throw the flag, and Milan's going to get some additional yardage, make it 15 on the personal foul, and they will move it into North Decatur territory down to the 46-yard line. So, yeah, what a huge break here from field position standpoint. Really definitely going to open up the play clock where they can even be that aggressive like you talked about, Travis, or maybe even they'll pull it back and play a little more conservative. Although after the last change, I think they're going to put the foot on the gas. Cabins in the slot. Asherman and Norman, the wide receivers. Cabins goes in motion. Work is going to run it to his right, and he is tracked down by number seven, Carson Palmer. Is a heck of a defensive end. He isn't having much of a game at quarterback, but my goodness, he's playing well there at DE. He really, really is, and I really wish I would have seen uh, work actually truly hand that ball off the cabins running there. I think he had a much better opportunity of being able to get around that end uh, versus what he was able to. But, you know, hindsight's kind of always 20-20, isn't it? Absolutely, and Milan will go to a four-receiver set here, three to the left. Cole Steele still in there in the backfield. Second and 13 from midfield. Work back to pass. He's flushed from the pocket by Palmer. Throws on the run, and he hits Cabins. It's going to be a first down, or near a first down at least. 13-yard gain right there at the sticks. Man, oh, man, what good chemistry. What a good passing catch. And it does look like it's uh, short of the line, so maybe a 12-yard gain. Oh, boy, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's going to set up a third and one. They don't call this a game of inches for nothing, Travis. I'm telling you, that is a, a very uh, shy of that uh, first down. Wirt in the pistol. He's going to go up under center and just sneak it and get the yard needed for a first down. Yeah, they're going to give him that for sure. He definitely made enough progress and got through enough line. And this is where I go back to just running the sneak on third or fourth and one because Colton Rutherford is 6'5", 383 at center. So I think he's probably going to be able to move most of the pile uh, by himself. I know Chandler gets a lot of the publicity in terms of the media being an all-state player, but uh, you can't forget about Colton. He does a lot of good things on that offensive line for this Milan team. So first down and a third down conversion. Milan's been pretty decent there. They've converted four third downs so far tonight. As uh, work comes off the field here, wonder if maybe he lost his helmet on that play and is forced to come out for a play. As, uh, Dakota Sam's the former Milan star, is over talking to Peyton on the sideline. Got an equipment issue with his helmet. Tag on earpieces, if you ask me, those were always the ne- my nemesis. Crazy. So Peyton Rorick, he is the backup quarterback. He's a six-foot sophomore. Did get some snaps at quarterback as a freshman, so certainly not going to be afraid of the moment here. And uh, Milan's going to take a timeout, I think, just to give Peyton a couple extra seconds. He does have his helmet back on. And we'll keep it right here. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Same-day appointments, on-site x-ray and MRI, visit beaconortho.com. So 4-10 left here in the third quarter. Milan still leads it 13 to nothing. 
They're driving. They just got a first down. They're in plus territory. We've seen them make some strides through the air. Maybe a good opportunity to take a shot down the field and really blow this game wide open. But you would really like to see that. The only other thing I would say to that, Travis, is that there hasn't been a lot of smart play. I mean, very few pass plays, which you would think uh, running the ball would cause a lot more clock to be ran. Uh, there's still four minutes to go in this third quarter, and we haven't just seen a lot of that offense generated. So this would be a prime opportunity for one of those places. Uh, but just because of maybe some of those penalty action, you might see a little more conservative. I, I look for more of that sweep option play there or actually truly handing the ball off to Cavins and letting him trying to catch that edge just because there has been a little bit more penetration coming up through the middle from the Chargers. Uh, they can maybe spread the offense out, may give them some other opportunities. Well, I do think Peyton Wirt's going to have to set out at least one play. So to your point, you probably will see Milan run it, be conservative with the young sophomore quarterback in there, taking at least one at snap. But it does appear like Peyton's okay and his uh, helmet issues all worked out. <laughs> but uh, as I mentioned, Dakota Sam's down there uh, helping yeah, out as a coach you. this year. Um, of course, over 100 tackles last year. He was uh, made the Indiana South team. They didn't get to play that game, but uh, he was certainly a fantastic linebacker. Uh, can't forget about um, his running mate there as well, Zach Hauser. Those are maybe two of the best that Milan's ever seen at that position. But kudos to Barker and Yorn because they've really stepped up and had a coming-out party here tonight. I'm telling you what, a lot of folks are going to know those names that did not before tonight. This Absolutely. Has, this has been a great game for them specifically, uh, but overall for the Milan. Now they got to see if they can close this out, continue to keep the pressure here on the Chargers. Rorig is going to take a snap here. He's got Cole Steele behind him in the pistol formation, and they are going to hand it off. And North Decatur knew what was coming, so they only gave up a yard or two on that first down play. So Peyton Wirt, ready to come back into the game. He's going to get a play from Coach Langferman before he does. Peyton Cavins going to check back in as well out on that last play. Alec Barker will come out, so... It's going to be at least a three-wide receiver set as we are under four minutes to go here in the third quarter. Second and nine for Milan. They have the ball on the, I believe, the 34-yard line. Again, tough to see up here in the press box. Work under center. Norman in motion. Play action. Flushed out of the pocket. He's got Norman down the field. He makes the catch. It's going to be a first down. <laughs> As they take that ball down to the 15. Man, oh, man, just be able to give that ball up there, let him go get it nicely done. Make it a 18-yard uh, catch. Wow. Man, just a great, great job there by Norman. And great vision and throw by Wirt, though. I mean, man, that's just fantastic. So Milan has entered the red zone. Ball is on the 14-yard line. Norman goes in motion again. Counter play to Cole Steele, and he has met immediately, uh, lost a yard or two. Yeah, just not a whole lot of run room to run there. But, uh, you know, again, you kind of need to throw those plays in there. You're going to have to be able to do that. Otherwise, the defense is just never going to take your fake and just kind of, you know, hold back and wait for you to try and throw that ball. So uh, a good design play. It's one of those plays necessary to keep the other uh, – uh, well, defense off their uh, bounce, balance just a little bit. Ward's going to run the stretch play to Cole Steele, and wow, he was tripped up by number one, Reed Messer, coming up from his free safety spot. He might have saved the touchdown. There was a lot of room to run there for Steele. Oh, I'm telling you, I really thought he was breaking that one for the touchdown. It looked good, but yeah, a little uh, cut up there. Three-yard gain. 
Got the ball on about the 13-yard line. Third and nine. Milan, you would think, has two plays to get the nine yards, keep the drive alive. Don't know if they will try a field goal. I don't believe Ethan Collig has tried an actual field goal attempt yet this year. Wirtz going to drop back to pass. Nothing there. Flush from the pocket. Big hit by Chandler Rutherford. My goodness. <laughs> uh, he will be uh, feeling that hit tomorrow. My goodness. That was just. But despite the big hit, work didn't have anything to go with there, so ran the ball out of bounds to the near side. It's fourth and nine. I think we'll see Milan go for it here. Fourth and 14, excuse me, loss of five on that third down play. Ball's down back to the 20-yard line. Wood's got three wide receivers. Cole Steele in the backfield with him. Shotgun formation. Work back to pass one-on-one. He's got Norman on the fade route. It's a jump ball. And he caught it. Adam Norman, the play of the game, going up and taking that ball down from the sky. And another touchdown for Marlon. I am baffled right now. My mouth's open. I'm just like, there's no way he can't go with that ball. I thought it was going to be an INT, Travis. I really, really did. I about said 20 to nothing. It's 19 to nothing, um, 20 to nothing pending the PAC. But fade route from Wirt to Norman on the far side of the field. That was a long throw, too. Wow, man. Oh, man. Another one. That's just crazy. Collins tried to blast that one through the uprights, and he missed it. So... BAT's no good, but Milan will lead it 19 to nothing with 128 left in the third quarter. Back after this, it's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. CASA's mission is to empower Dearborn County citizens to choose safe and healthy choices, free from harms of alcohol and other drugs. As we adjust to being healthy at home, it is an appropriate time to dig into our eight dimensions of wellness. Wellness is the presence of optimal physical and behavioral health, a purpose in life, healthy relationships, and overall happiness. Join CASA to promote wellness by motivating individuals, organizations, and our community to take action for an improved quality of life. Visit Dearborn County Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Milan High School. Big plays galore for the Milan Indians as they lead North Decatur 19 nothing with 128 left in the third quarter. Word hits Norman on a 20-yard fade route to cap off a 69-yard eight-play drive. What a special play that was. Oh, my goodness. How many haymakers can you have in a game, Travis? I mean, that's at least three. And, man, this is done in phenomenal fashion. A lot of these plays coming down to that third, fourth down. What are you going to do? Are you going to go for it? I mean, two touchdowns on fourth down, Travis. I mean, think about that. That is just some aggressive play calling from the coach and just good execution by the Milan Indians. Absolutely. So, Milan has uh, made the big plays when it's mattered the most. Their defense has held up all night long. And they are a quarter and some change away from getting the biggest win of this young 2020 season. It is their first conference matchup of the season. North Decatur, perhaps the favorite to win this conference. Uh, that conversation might flip to Milan being the favorite if they win this game. 
We'll get into their schedule a little bit later on as the uh, broadcast rolls on. Milan is uh, having their kicking team back up, so I don't know if they got caught for an excessive celebration, something like that. But uh, after that catch Norman made, you probably couldn't help it but celebrate a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's one of those. Even you look at the coach, he says, good job, boys. Go out there and get it done. I mean, come on. That's great. That's just, you know, you want to celebrate that. That's what will build that team uh, camaraderie. And I'm telling you, that is a well-deserved celebration because, man, a great throw and catch. Got some friends uh, updating me on the Lawrenceburg score, and the Tigers are leading Indy Arsenal Tech 22 to nothing at halftime. How about Coach Kaniga's team having zero time to prepare for this team, and they go up to Indy, and they're uh, putting it on them in the first half. Man, oh, man, that is a high-powered offense, which we saw just a few weeks ago, and I'm telling you, they are no joke for sure, as uh, uh, a lot of folks are finding out. Noah Howe picks up the kick around the 30-yard line. He's going to get it to... About the 35, pretty good kick from Ethan Collick, who kicked off all the way back from the 25-yard line. Not I mean, too bad. Just a great job. And what I love more than anything, Travis, there were six Indians around that tackle as it was being made. Not after the fact. There and the other three guys were just barely behind uh, the other two guys playing for containment. But I'm telling you, it was a great, great job. You're seeing this team come together in so many different ways. The defensive front line, the offensive line, a lot of guys getting involved. Cole still becoming a factor. This is just a great job of getting a lot of people involved. Carson Palmer back to throw. And Caden Yorn runs in to Logan Caney on the crossing route. So that's going to be defensive pass interference. It was a little inadvertent. He was, you know, trying to make a play on the ball. I mean, I get it, but that's just one of those they would say, you know, that's the way the rule is written, whether you like the interpretation or not. By the letter of that rule, that was the right call. Yep, DPI, as they call it in the business, defensive pass interference. So the officials will mark off the 15-yard penalty, move it out to the 50-yard line. So North Decatur has been in a similar situation here in plus territory or right there close to plus territory. They haven't been able to materialize anything out of their drives. Milan's defense continually comes up with big plays, and Farmer's going to have to throw it a lot here. He in down the stretch. He's got a man. That's Noah Howe. And he is knocked down at the seven-yard line. Wow. 43-yard gain as they hit Howe on the wheel route. Man, only two yards shy of his other uh, uh, big catch there. And, well, uh, about uh, about three yards shy of that end zone. Noah Howe has been a good receiver for them this year. Seven receptions, 134, and two touchdowns coming into tonight. He's had two catches of plus 40 yards this evening, really their main point of offense. As North Decatur looking to strike quick here, they'll hand it off to Messer, and he is going to go into the end zone, broke a couple tackles, and North Decatur gets themselves on the board. A quick three-play drive. Going 65 yards on a Messer seven-yard touchdown run. I'm telling you, talk about some offensive just jumping in on both sides of the ball now. This is just uh, pretty crazy, but, uh, uh, you know, good to see some success for the Chargers. They really need something like that to kind of give them uh, some positive momentum going into this fourth quarter. But, wow, uh, Indians going to have to play hold tight and uh, keep the foot on the gas. Good snap. And the kick is right down the pipe. So, 19-7, Milan leads it. We got 46 seconds left in the 
third quarter. We're actually going to keep it right here. Most times we do go to a break after touchdown scores. Considering we're so close to the fourth quarter, make sure we don't miss this last 46 here. But a really strong drive from North Decatur. They were aided by that defensive pass interference from Caden Yorn, but made Milan pay right after that defensive pass interference, Jack. They hit the big play through the air. They really did. Uh, Palmer, you know, throw, showed a lot more um, patience in that throw. Still getting pressure on there. I mean, still got a little tap there at the end, uh, but able to put that ball on the money, uh, hit the uh, Howell in stride, which allowed him to be able to keep his momentum going all the way down to the seven-yard line. And, then, of course, the nice run in there for the uh, big touchdown from Messer. So, uh, you know, good execution from the Chargers, but definitely a big aided from that penalty. Uh, the uh, fifth penalty as far as uh, that I've calculated here so far from the Indians so far tonight. So, uh, again, one of those things you're going to have to look at. you got to play smart football. Uh, right now, you're not going to stop them every time. So 19-7, to 7, you can still deal with that. But what are you going to do now that you've got the ball coming back to you? Now, that was the uh, first time that Milan in a long time tonight have given up pretty much any yards on the defensive side of the ball. But a, a nice pass from Palmer to Howe set up the seven-yard score from Messer. Short kick here as a read back in the game, and man, Logan Caney, what a tackle. Reed a little slow to get up. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, Caney just had his number for sure, literally in his hands, and just threw him to the ground. I mean, a good aggressive football play, but still, uh, something you're going to feel there for a few seconds when you get thrown to the ground. Uh, it is a little bit cool out there uh, in this nice football weather night. Oh, Milan's going to start from their own 23-yard line. That's where their last drive started from, and they went eight plays and scored on a 20-yard touchdown pass from Peyton Wirt to Adam Norman. Those two wide receivers for Milan have had a distinct advantage against the ND defensive backs in terms of height, so we'll see if Milan exploits that again on this drive. Peyton Wirt will start the shotgun. Cole Steele back there in the backfield with him, and they are going to go to the air again, and that time it is thrown behind Adam Norman. They were looking for him on a little in route. Yeah, just a little miscommunication there. I thought the uh, receiver was going to cut one way and goes the other, so nothing too crazy. But, again, just a good, smart quarterback play. Put it where only your guy can get it. You're not giving up the uh, interception there, just an incompletion. Absolutely. Second and 10, 36 seconds left in the third quarter. Milan holding on to a 19-7 lead. Wirt in the pistol. He's going to hand it off to Steele, and not much going there. I think North Decatur's pretty much snuffed out the run game. Yeah, they really have uh, found a way as far as to get a little bit of penetration as far as they're on the uh, right side for sure uh, and just kind of forcing them out, uh, and then they've been able to contain those ends a little bit. So just kind of taking Milan out of their game just a touch, but it's just one of those things, one good completion down the field, and it'll pull that pressure back from that front line. I'm getting an indication that maybe Logan Reed has been banged up a little bit in this game because we have not seen him over the last couple of possessions. He did return that kickoff, but it was a little gimpy getting up. And Milan going to be content to let's play clock run down. And we will go to the fourth quarter. Milan leading it 19-7. to Don't go away. We got a good one here at Milan. It's high school football in Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. I'm Dr. Heidi Murley, a surgeon with St. Elizabeth. Delaying your surgery may have left you in pain. You don't have to deal with that any longer. Whether it's your knee, hip, hand, or hernia at St. Elizabeth, our advanced surgical options are safely open to you right now. Offering same-day surgery to get you home quickly. Using minimally invasive procedures to shorten recovery time. Leading the nation with advanced robotic surgery. St. Elizabeth surgical options are customized for you. Safe, convenient, high quality. 
the most advanced surgery right here. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Alongside Happy Jack, I'm Double T. We're thrilled to be here at Milan tonight for a huge Mid-Indiana football conference clash between the Indians and North Decatur, a budding rivalry here in southeast Indiana. North Decatur got the best of Milan twice last year, but the Indians leading at 19-7 going into the fourth. It's been a good game, Jack. It really has been a good game. Uh, again, you saw some sloppy plays from a few penalties there, but I tell you what, these guys, I mean, I think the heavyweight bout uh, kind of uh, analogy is definitely working out here. Definitely kind of slugfest here. Uh, of course, not really my high-scoring game that I talked about, but I think you called it right. When you get two teams this equal in what they can really do on the offensive side and defensively, it's just going to be a true struggle. But right now, Milan got the big advantage 19 to 7. Let's see what they can be able to do with the ball here and see if they can make something happen. Third and 10 from their own 23. We're in the shotgun. And he is going to keep it. Not a lot of room to run as North Decatur able to contain him, keeping him in the pocket. Milan's going to have to punt. And now we're getting into a little bit of a danger area with Milan. Maybe. I'm not saying they're letting it slip away just yet, but. Still plenty of time for North Decatur to get themselves truly back into this ballgame. Well, that's the first time I've seen Wirt actually be indecisive about what he wanted to do or where he wanted to go with the ball. He tried to make three different moves, and by the time he turned around, just gave the defenders too much time to get there and give them a tackle, uh, you know, for just well, that one yard. So, again, you know, just really nowhere to go on that. Hopefully they can be able to make something happen here because uh, they're going to need a big defensive stance. Otherwise, they're going to let that doubt creep into their mind trap. For sure, Caden Yorn back to punt. He's done very well tonight, and that is another good one right at Logan Caney, though. They got him bottled up pretty good. Chandler Rutherford again down there, one of the first men. He brings him down. There's a little laundry on the field. We'll see if this one comes back. Potentially a hold or a block in the back for North Decatur. It would certainly be good news for Milan to back them up a little bit. They scored on three plays last drive. Did have that defensive pass interference, though, that hated them. Yeah, but depending on where they do with this ball, I mean, right now they were on the other other side of the 50, but looks like Milan is catching that break you just alluded to. And sometimes uh, that's needed in a big game like this. Uh, sometimes you got to have a little luck, and having a yellow flag get thrown down, backing up North Decatur, you know, 15 yards from where they would have had the ball, or at least 10, no, that's, a, that's a good thing. I mean, it does a little bit to try and, you know, soften that blow from that little run back. But, hey, now it's right now it's time for the defense to step up and see what they can do. But you can't let them, you know, let down in the secondary because it looks like, you know, Chargers by definition are going to be putting this ball in the air to try and gain some yards and put some points on the board. 11.04 to play. Milan leads 19-7. to North Decatur with the ball to start this drive on their own 41. Palmer under center. And they had Nobby coming across in motion, and I believe somebody moved along the front line. So a false start to start this drive for North Decatur. So another penalty flag aiding this Milan defense. Yeah, I mean, so far they're 25 yards to the good and haven't had a play ran yet. And they just gave up a touchdown on three plays the previous drive, so maybe this gives them a little bit more confidence. North Decatur's got to go about three-quarters of the field to score a touchdown on them. Now they are at the 36-yard line. Farmer in the shotgun, fakes a pass, goes over the middle. 
a little bit too tall for Noah Howe as Peyton Wirt had the coverage. Also had Adam Norman in the area who has a pick six in this game, so I don't know if I'd be throwing his way. Yeah, I might be uh, trying to find somewhere else, but again, I think the Chargers is trying to go to whoever could have the hot hand right now, whoever they can get the best matchup, because Armour's just a little bit, a bit off. I mean, you know, you went over nine uh, incompletions straight in a row uh, before you were able to, you know, try and get hooked back up. So uh, that's definitely got to be in the mind of your quarterback. Second and 15 for North Decatur. Palmer will start under center. We've seen him drop back into a pistol or shotgun. Looks like he will take the snap from under center. They give that ball to Messer. He's able to get five yards to get the false start penalty yardage back. That is going to create a third and ten. And now we have a flag after the fact. A little extracurricular activity. And that might have been on the Indians' defense. I saw Caden Yorn with a little frustration there. Uh, Looks like the Indians are already backing up, so... Kind of telegraphing which way this is going. And again, just for context in this game, we know it's Milan's first conference game of the year, but a lot of people are looking at this game as the conference championship or the de facto conference championship. No disrespect to the other teams in the conference, but you can't make those kind of plays in a big game like this because we're almost simulating a playoff game tonight with the atmosphere that we have and how good these two teams are. I mean, it really is. You know, you're going to have to be playing some smarter football than that, and that's really tough when you get emotions involved. I guess, you know, we're fourth quarter. Everyone's trying to push, trying to give their all. Uh, Sometimes those mental mistakes really do just kind of creep in, Uh, but that's what determines, you know, good from great, how who can, you know, deal with the adversity with that pressure the best. So a, a silly personal foul there on the Milan defense. So 15-yard penalty, and North Decatur is going to have the ball now on the Milan 44-yard line. 10:45 left in this game. Milan still leading 19 to seven, but North Decatur not out of it yet. Armor play action. Winger was rushing him well, but Peyton Cavins is going to get hit for pass interference. Got there just a little early working against Noah Howe, who's had a nice night for North Decatur. So now the defensive penalties are mounting for this Milan team. They played so exceptionally well and fundamentally sound in the first half. Wheels are starting to come off a little bit. Well, you're seeing a lot more accuracy from Palmer from in the backfield there, which is, you know, causing them to have to play better defense. I mean, if there is such thing as a good penalty, uh, Cavins probably – since, you know, other than making a play for the ball to try and intercept it, uh, really just saved uh, six points right there because if he doesn't make that um, uh, penalty, I do believe that is uh, six points on the board. Okay. So, um, you know, you can live with that penalty since yes. Happy Jack, which, uh, yes, a uh, pass interference is much better than giving up a uh, touchdown. But nonetheless, it's going to be another first down for North Decatur. They'll take the first downs any way that they can get them. And that ball is going to move down now to, I believe, the – 29-yard line, 10.33 left to play. Palmer under center. He's got two wide receivers to his left. Another play action. This time they're going to swing it out of the backfield. Decaney, nice design there. Milan does a pretty good job of recognizing that play. Alec Barker made the tackle. Man, one of the first really all-out blitzes I've seen from the Indians tonight. I mean, they brought everybody there. I was still able to get outside and contain that to a very minimal uh, gain. If any, yeah, they're going to give them a five. Got five yards. So that goes down to the 24-yard line. Under 10 to play. North Decatur trying to score on two consecutive drives to really make this a game. 
Farmer's got two receivers split out to his right. Another play action. Rutherford breaks through the line, and it's going to be picked by Cole Steele. And he might take it all the way as he tiptoes down the sideline. Cole Steele, big kick number two for Milan. The biggest play of the game made by Cole Steele as he takes it back. 75 yards for a pick six. Holy cow. Man, oh, man, now that's the way you overcome adversity right there. Not only do you get the interception, you put the wheels on and take it to the house. Man, that's awesome. Credit Chandler Rutherford with the assist for putting the pressure on Carson Palmer. And Cole Steele was right there in the flat to pick that off. Oh, my. I can't believe he was able to tiptoe the sideline here. It's hard to kind of see where the chalk is. There's so much dirt on the uh, Milan sideline where they just beat up the grass here. But, my goodness, Cole Steele turned on the Jets. Uh, it was near 75-yard return. I mean, I'm telling you, that was so impressive to see him navigate through, navigate the sideline, navigate everything else, but just be able to, again, take it to the house. Goodness gracious. Now, that is exciting high school football in a nutshell. Milan is going to go for two to try to make this a 20-point lead. They'll go from the left hash mark. Wirtz got two receivers, now three to his right. He's going to roll that way. He's got Cavins in the flat, but he throws into the middle of the field to Norman. That ball falls to the grass, and the two-point conversion is failed. But Milan will lead it 25-7. to we got nine and a half left to play. Can the Indians hold on? Stay right here and find out. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. I like that it's local, and I like that it's cheap. So I went to another university before I came here, and everyone's just focused on a bunch of different things like uh, relationships or uh, athletics or the college experience. Everyone here is just focused on, on academics, and you don't have to pay a lot of money uh, to do that, so it's been really great. I'm Chris. And I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Wow, big plays galore from Milan here tonight, specifically the defense Indians leading North Decatur 25-7. Cole Steele with the pick six, the second of the game for Milan. I didn't have enough time to tweet that out, but don't worry. Uh, Happy Jack, I know me and you are going to be talking about that a lot as we get back on the air uh, to start the work week on Monday. Oh, you better believe it. I'm telling you, this very well could become the Milan Haymakers real quick. I'm telling you, it has been one big, big play offensively, defensively, just getting it done. and just kind of makes you feel good to see how much, you know, they're just kind of taking that momentum and running with it. Ethan Collick with a squib kick, and it's botched, and I think Milan's on it. I do believe you are correct. It was not really a designed onside kick, but... They kick it to some of the short guys there, trying to keep it out of Caney's hands and some of those, and uh, Noah Howe, some of those explosive North Decatur players. And some of the guys that aren't used to catching the ball fumbled it up. So Milan's going to get awesome field position here. 
and a Jay on a pseudo uh, onside kick. <laughs> exactly. But what a good smart play. Again, sometimes the guys would still be celebrating. I mean, you just had a touchdown return on defense. You would think that you might be, you know, not necessarily having your mind in the play. But what a great job to keep your uh, mind on the ball. Uh, go down there and just really just take control of that uh, little fight for the ball and come out on top. Yeah, the best starting field position for Milan on the North Decatur 34. They can really put this game out of contention with a touchdown here. With 9.25 left to play, Milan 25, North Decatur 7. Peyton Wirt in the shotgun. He's got three wide receivers. He's going to work a screen pass to Adam Norman. Got a good block from Winger, but they're actually going to call him for a hold. And Adam Norman fumbled the ball. So they're going to give it right back to North Decatur. That is a good fumble as Noah Howe comes up with the ball. So... uh, a little deflating play there for Milan, but that was a hold on Alex Winger, so that fumble is going to be upheld. It will be North Decatur ball. Man, dang on. I really thought they were going to try and call that if that was going to be an actual completion, but, man, it sure was. Yeah, nice uh, play design. and I mean, I get the idea behind it. It is much more of a safer play with a big upside potential for a big play, but, uh, you know, end of the day, uh, another turnover here, unfortunately, for, uh, but at least they did not flip the field. You know, they, they, they got a lot more yards for them to carry. So the kind of onside kick turns out to be a moot point as Milan fumbles on their first play from scrimmage after they had their best opening field position. Yeah, North Decatur is going to get it here on uh, about the 28-yard line, their own 28. Yeah, that excitement factor may have been the end of play in that, under that those circumstances. Farmer is going to be in the shotgun. Messer to his left. Two wide receivers here on the short side, one to his right. Farmer back to throw. Good pocket, and it collapses. And got good pressure there coming off the right side. That was Cole Moore. You've talked a lot about him and the impact he's had on this game tonight. That whole defensive line's been great, but Moore has played a good individual game. He really has. He's been able to get to the quarterback probably the most of any of the Indians uh, as far as, you know, on the run. Uh, you know, I mean, you're getting all kinds of pressure up front like you've been talking about, but I'm telling you, he has been back there and actually uh, had a little bit of a meeting with the ground and the quarterback there, but all was in good play as he was releasing the ball. I think one of the great things about this Milan defensive line is they can rotate Cole Moore, Nolan Ryan, and Alex Winger at those two defensive end positions, so they stay pretty fresh. Um, all things considered, as it's second and ten, Farmer back to throw again. Good pressure up the middle. He throws into double coverage, and Adam Norman's going to pick it off again at the 45-yard line, and he'll take it down to about the 39 of North Decatur. We do have a flag on the play, so we'll see if that is actually upheld. Looks to be an after-the-fact, Travis. I do believe maybe another personal foul. I saw a charger go flying to the ground, but, again, I do believe it might have been after the play, not necessarily during. Okay, so Milan's offense looks like they're pretty uh, solidly going to be on the field. But they have forced Carson Palmer to throw into double coverage a lot tonight. Defensive line has to get a lot of credit for forcing the ball out of his hand quickly. Oh, they really do. I mean, that makes the last two out of three uh, passes from uh, Parmer and interception. That was a uh, Norman interception. There is going to be a penalty on Milan during the return. So, yeah, his second of the team and third of the year there for Norman. Still going to be Milan ball. 
Not as good field position, but they'll be on their own 46, so still not bad field position. As there's 9.02 left in this game. Yeah, from a clock management standpoint, field position is not an issue. Just keeping on to the holding on to the ball. Logan Reed back into the game. He'll get to carry on first down. Just a couple yards there, but it will keep the clock ticking here. That is Milan's best friend right now here in the fourth quarter, leading 25-7 over their arch nemesis from Greensburg, the North Decatur Chargers. <laughs> yes, uh, a lot of hard-fought battles up that way for sure. But right now, man, right now, Milan Indians getting it done and doing what they need to do because you got to play smart football. We do have to go. Well, there's another per, uh, flag on the field thrown before the play started. I mean, I know Wirt was, you know, giving the ref a little bit of heck, but I don't know what's going on here. It's taking a lot of time to sort out some of these penalty flags as well tonight. I know it's not an easy job wearing the uh, striped shirts out there. Mylon is going to move backwards. Here's some boo birds over here on the Mylon side, but... Well, you know, once you're on the year, you got 25 points on the board. You're in that offensive-minded mindset. You go back a couple penalties, you get a little frustrated. I think maybe people are booing because of the uh, stoppage of the game clock. A lot of people are ready to celebrate at the reservation down the street. You know what? That's a good idea. Uh, I'll see you later, Double T. Um, like, can we do this on the road? I mean, you know, I can get my order in. 15-yard penalty, so uh, second and 24 for Milan. <laughs> Don't worry, Travis. You that was a personal, out of here. a personal foul of some sort. Well, like I said, I did see a lot of uh, uh, talking to the ref. But, uh, the look on the face that I could see from up here was not a pleasant one. 8.33 left in this contest. Again, Milan leading at 25-7. to See if maybe the Indians select to keep the ball on the ground the next couple of plays, chew up a couple minutes of clock. You can live with the punt, maybe flip the field position. I'm just trying to get out of here with a win at this point, and they have a, a pretty good lead, all things considered, with 8.20 left in this game. I mean, you got to like where they're at and what they're trying to do, although, yeah, you're going to have to just call the timeout, I you think, at this let point. Let the play clock run all the way down, so uh, there will be a timeout. Milan will step aside for a quick 30-second break and hear from some of our great sponsors at High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hey, Dearborn County. COVID-19 case counts continue to rise all around us. An uptake in testing and a noticeable increase in positive cases could be indicative of a potential spike in our area. As you continue to gather with friends and family, please encourage those around you to practice social distancing and wear a mask. Consider outdoor events and activities. If you experience headache, sore throat, body aches, fatigue, or a loss of taste or smell, note that these could be symptoms of COVID-19. If feeling ill, please do not go to work, visit public places, or be near others. To determine your status get tested through your primary care provider or at our local optum testing site this message is a service of the dearborn county health department hey it's happy jack bridging the gap between bubba Bo and double t every weekday from 10 till 2 on your hometown radio station eagle country 99.3 Welcome back to Milan High School, where the Indians are trying to finish off the North Decatur Chargers, leading at 25-7 with 8-11 left in the contest. Milan does have the ball. Second and 24 in coming out of the timeout. A couple of scores to get you updated on East Central, leading Batesville 23-3 at halftime. And the Lawrenceburg Tigers made the trek up 74 to Indianapolis, taking on a 6A school in Indianapolis Arsenal Tech. And the Tigers lead at 29 to nothing. 
in the third quarter. Just got a uh, text from one of my buddies, said a 30-yard pick six for the Tigers. So uh, they're taking away uh, some of the thunder from uh, maybe uh, Milan, who's had two pick sixes themselves, or just trying to get on the same wavelength. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, that's the winning train they're all trying to get on right now for sure. Logan Reed with the handoff, and he's going to get maybe a yard. But, again, this is all about running some clock at this time of the game, so another 30-some seconds going to come off of the clock before Milan runs their next play. So they don't convert the third and 23. North Decatur is going to get it back with, uh, you know, under seven minutes to go down a couple scores. So not a bad philosophy when you're backed up to just run the ball and then punt it away, live to play another day. For sure. I mean, because the last thing you can afford is yet another turnover at this point in the game. So it's just smart playing control the clock. We're in the shotgun. They are going to throw it. It's a screen to Norman. And he might have got forced out of bounds, which I think they were waving that clock to keep rolling. Yeah. He's, clock is still rolling. So good wherewithal from Adam Norman to stay inbounds, keep that clock running. As Milan will be able to take another 35 seconds or so off the clock, fourth and 17. So six-yard gain on that pass from Wirt to Norman. As Caden Yorn will be back there to punt again. He's had a nice night. He's looked really good, lefty or not, Travis. No, you know, pun off against the lefties, but still. Low snap. Yorn gets a good boot off, and it goes past Caney, and it's going to roll all the way down inside the five, all the way down to the one-two yard line. Great job from Caden Yorn and the special teams of the Indians. Wow. Ends up being a great special teams play. I thought he carried it into the end zone, was going to give him a touchback out of it, but a uh, overall good play of letting go of the ball and letting the other guy who had not been in the end zone recover that. Now, I have to go back and brush up on my high school football rules. Are they allowed to do that? But as long as they keep the ball out of the end zone, I think that um, might be the uh, newer rule that we're seeing across a lot of different platforms in the uh, football world. Yeah, I, I just, uh, man, I really thought he was carrying that all the way in there. But either way, just a good special teams play and some more smart football from the Indians. And North Cater going to have to go the length of the field. Well, there's 6.30 left in this game. Hunter Merida in on the tackle after a short game from Messer. Second and nine from their own three-yard line. I mean, I know they want some distance between them and that end zone, but, boy, you're going to have to have them carry a lot of uh, yards and get a lot of done here in just six minutes, Travis. And North Decatur's got to be careful dropping back to pass in their own portion of the field like this. Milan's gotten good pressure. They haven't quite gotten a sack tonight, but they've forced Farmer into making some throws. Nasser, he's got a lot of room to run here. He's going to get the first down. Adam Norman... Makes the tackle after about a 15-yard gain. Call it 18 out to the 20-yard line. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a little tricker there. I haven't seen much of the draw side of the things. You don't push the boot over towards the right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, you know, changing things up a little bit. Uh, but, again, they're going to have to try something because so far what they've been doing has not been getting it done. Again, the uh, clock is Milan's best friend right now. We're five and a half minutes left in this game. Indians lead at 25-7. Armour likely going to go to the air on this particular play, and he is. And Moore with another great rush. Hit 
Farmer, as he threw, he was looking for Evan Howe. And again, another good play from Chris Phillips, who rotates in and out as a corner. He's made a couple nice pass breakups tonight. Really has, and that was kind of one of those bang-bang plays, but the ref was right on top of it. I was trying to see if he was pulling the flag, but it really was just a good football play there out there on the edge, so glad to see that. Absolutely. Second and ten for North Decatur. They're right at their own 20-yard line, trailing by 18 points. So it's going to take a minor miracle for North Decatur to come back from the 18 points down with only five and some change left. Palmer, two wide receivers to his left, dropping back to pass. And he had Noah Howe over the middle, a little bit behind him, and Noah's had a nice night tonight, but he dropped that one. Yeah, really kind of had to make a little adjustment there. I uh, <laughs> had one of the defenders there kind of in that throwing lane, so made the adjustment. Unfortunately for uh, the Chargers, uh, you know, Howell just was not able to get around and grab that ball. Otherwise, he had a lot of real estate. I mean, this is a team that did just go down the field in roughly three plays, uh, so that potential is still there. And watch the pass rush here on third and ten. Chandler Rutherford back in the game on this third down. Got Winger up there. Nolan Ryan in the game. Three wide receivers here to the near side. They're going to run the draw to Messer and try and catch Milan off guard, and this time they are ready for it. It looked like Alec Barker was in on the tackle there. Fourth and five, so they did pick up five yards on that third and ten, going to make it a more manageable fourth down. Yeah, but you're just going to have to really fear the charges. I think air this ball out, go for your 15, 20-yard gain, at least either flip the field or give yourself a potential to try and get that ball into the end zone because you're going to have to manufacture some points if you want to have any chance of trying to make a comeback here in the fourth quarter. Wishbone formation. Looks like they're going to run the ball on fourth and five. And I think that's going to be the ball game as Chandler Rutherford makes the tackle. And that is going to be a turnover on down. So that is a really interesting play call on fourth and five. Because for North Decatur, they had to make first down there. The game is over. They're not. They're going to have maybe one more possession after this. So, yeah, I am just kind of standing here stunned, Travis. I mean, I understand trying to catch them off, you know, off balance and catch the defense, but you didn't run it in a hurry up. You didn't try and run any, you know, motion on the opposite side to try and, you know. Pull some of the defenders away. You just ran straight into the strength of the heart of the Milan defense who's been stopping you all day. Yep. And a pretty simple game plan here if you're the Milan coaching staff. you got 428 left in this game, an 18-point lead. Just keep that ball on the ground and let those uh, seconds tick off the clock. Work in the pistol. Stretch play to Reed, and he is hammered. Good play by Connor Messer. We'll see if North Decatur starts to use some of their timeouts. That's going to be a loss of three for Reed. Clock is still ticking. We're nearing four minutes here in the fourth quarter. Outside of the Cole Steele pick six, it's been a – and Adam Norman's interception as well. It's been a little anticlimactic here in the uh, fourth quarter. Yeah, as far as offensively-wise, you know, hasn't been too much. I mean, plenty of turnovers for both clubs there. Uh, a lot of penalties. Uh, it's just kind of been a, a smash-mouth football a little bit, but, man, not necessarily the smartest of plays going on. Work's going to keep it on the read option, but North Decatur knows what's coming, so they've been able to knock down the Indians in the backfield two consecutive plays. Uh, Carson Palmer in on that play. 
Again, he's played exceptional at defensive end, maybe not so much a quarterback. Loss of one for work. Third and 14, but got three and a half minutes left in this game. Riding's on the wall. Looks like Milan's going to go to 1-0 in the conference, and this is going to be the uh, biggest win that they can pick up in the conference. A lot of people picked North Decatur to win it, but now Milan is going to put themselves in the driver's seat. Of course, they still have three more conference games to go after this. Yeah, based off of the competition and what we've seen so far, man, Reed breaks a couple tackles. He's going to get about seven yards. That's going to bring up fourth down, and I would assume Mylon's just going to go for it, try to keep the sticks moving and that clock moving as well. I mean, why not? You know, they've had really good success on fourth down. Uh, you know, I'm not necessarily expecting a touchdown out of this fourth down, but, again, we've already had two fourth down touchdowns uh, from the Indians tonight. And they don't really need to rush this. Still 15 seconds on the play clock. Wirtz got two in the backfield with them. See if maybe this is just going to be a design run for Peyton or if they'll let him put it in the air. Looks like he's going to be back to pass. Palmer flushes him out of the pocket. And that looked like there was about four chargers there on that uh, tackle in there, but might have been Cole Steven there, the big defensive tackle that was able to wrap him up. Turnover on downs. North Decatur going to get the ball back, but only has 216 to work from their own 27. I mean, you got to assume the aggressive play call is going to continue, but with them running the ball in fourth down last time, I don't expect a whole lot. They're going to go to Reed Messer there. He is uh, tackled by Alex Winger. That's just going to be a modest four-yard gain. Uh, maybe North Decatur has noticed that the writing's on the wall as well, and they're not going to be too, too aggressive trying to go down and score. Two minutes left. Got to come back from... I mean, it's a three-possession game. Realistically, I mean, you want to see the team battle all the way until the clock strikes zero, but I think everyone knows this ball game's over. Yeah, unfortunately, as far as from the Chargers' standpoint, you know, Milans have just kind of, you know, been able to uh, work themselves really into the uh, a good game plan, stick to it. Uh, a few mix-ups here and there, but, hey, you're going to have those in every ball game. But either way, uh, just a uh, good, smart play from the Indians tonight. 12-yard gain for Messer, gets the first down, moves the ball out to their own 43-yard line. Under 90 seconds to play, Milan going to pick up a big win. And get off the snide, too. They had come in on a two-game losing streak. <laughs> yes, they had. Yes, they had. So always good to do that and get back into some football play. Pro formation. Don't see that much. As they run a little option, and Palmer gets about one yard. Alex Winger makes a really nice tackle there. The young sophomores played really well. Great left end. I mean, he played a lot as a freshman. I can only imagine what he's going to look like by the time he's a senior. You're not going to want to run to his side at all. Oh, well, I'm looking at some of the, the youth on the Milan side of this team. I mean, it's just, man, you talk about, man, great things for the future and for this year. This is great to see them playing as well as they are. They've already, you know, overcome some big challenges this year. I uh, mean, if they can step up against opponents like this, there's going to be a lot of good things for this year's football team. Armour back to pass. He's hit by Moore. Yorn comes up and makes a quick tackle after that catch was made by Nobby. And 20 seconds left in this game. Got some Milan fans on their feet. 
about to celebrate a big win here on a beautiful fall football night. And North Decatur will not run another play. And the Milan Indians have avenged two losses from North Decatur last year, including that one-point loss in the sectional final. It's got to be a good feeling on that Milan sideline as they celebrate a big 25-7 win over North Decatur. We will come back and discuss it a little bit more in the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan post-game show coming up after the break. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Are you feeling trapped, dismissed, or hurt? Like no one can see you in this time of isolation. We're still here. Safe Passage will continue to be a resource for survivors in times of crisis. Domestic violence specialists are available 24-7 for help, hope, and healing. Call 877-733-1990 or online at safepassageinc.org. We believe you. I'm Dr. Heidi Murley, a surgeon with St. Elizabeth. Delaying your surgery may have left you in pain. You don't have to deal with that any longer. Whether it's your knee, hip, hand, or hernia, at St. Elizabeth, our advanced surgical options are safely open to you right now. Offering same-day surgery to get you home quickly. Using minimally invasive procedures to shorten recovery time. Leading the nation with advanced robotic surgery. St. Elizabeth surgical options are customized for you. Safe, convenient, high quality. The most advanced surgery right here. Whether it's the all-new 2020 Ford Super Duty for maximum productivity during your Monday to Friday grind. Or the adventure and trail-seeking F-150 for your weekend adventures. To the all-new family-carrying Ford Explorer, Hag Ford has the vehicles to help you create the memories that will last a lifetime. Check out all our memory-creating vehicles at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Got enough fiber in your diet? High-speed internet is coming to Lawrenceburg soon. Brought to you by the City of Lawrenceburg. Get signed up and set your installation appointment now at the LMU drive through on Walnut Street, 8 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. Compare and save. Call now and the installation fee will be waived. Questions about high-speed internet? Call 812-532-3500 today and get high-speed answers. 812-532-3500. Turn your career dreams into reality at Ivy Tech. Complete the enrollment process, apply for financial aid, and meet with an academic advisor all in one day. At Ivy Tech, you can work and go to school with flexible class schedules. No need to wait. Visit ivytech.edu today. Hey, it's Happy Jack, bridging the gap between Bubba Bo and Double T every weekday from 10 to 2 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan post-game show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Milan, massive win tonight here against North Decatur, twenty-five to seven. Happy Jack, just initial thoughts on the on the 
play of the Milan Indians tonight, pretty exceptional both ways. Oh, my goodness. They just have to be on cloud nine. Uh, you know, we saw them really kind of get the uh, wind taken out of their sails against the uh, Lawrenceburg Tigers, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. And they really kind of felt like, man, they really need something to try and build on. Then they couldn't play last week. You know, now they're feeling like, well, now we just got to just practice for another week. You know, sometimes that can be a little deflating. But to come in here with the intensity and the coach to come in with that aggressive game plan, I mean, when two of your touchdowns are coming on fourth down, you're not just doing that by accident. That is just great aggressive play calling and getting everybody on board. And, man, I'm telling you what, almost nothing bigger than what the defense was able to do tonight because I'm telling you, they just shut down the Chargers and did not give them an inch. And then when you add on a couple of interceptions again, uh, wow. Yeah, it might have actually turned out really well for Milan that they had two weeks to prepare for this game. And uh, they came out guns a-blazing on the defensive side of the ball, scoring two uh, touchdowns, as you mentioned. So let's take a check of our Hagford keys to the game, see how those all uh, played out here tonight at Milan High School. All right, well, for the North Skater Chargers, I have their uh, keys, uh, you know, Hagford keys to the game there for everyone who's listening. Uh, fourth quarter football and well uh really they just were not able to do that they kind of got hit in the mouth early uh with a uh, a big run back and then well uh once retook that to the house they just didn't have much else to say from that standpoint uh turnovers were the other big key i mean parmer just did not have a good night uh throwing the ball uh you got you know, three interceptions that are thrown in there uh you're just not going to win many games when you're turning the ball over like that as far as for the while they had to stop the running game done had to score quickly done and then when they were able to you know capitalize on that defensive pressure and turning those turnovers into points on the board uh just too much for the chargers tonight all right thank you so much uh, for those hag ford keys to the game stop by the dealership on us 50 in greendale and get your keys to a brand new ford today HagfordSales.com. How about a quick rundown of our Ivy Tech Community College stats report? For sure, yeah. Uh, Messer able to get 66 total yards tonight, all on the ground there. Uh, even had the, you know, Palmer getting involved there. Of course, had a uh, big touchdown run there of uh, 75 yards. So, you know, total of 77 there, uh, but just not really a whole lot going on through the air. Uh, did just barely get over that about 103 uh, yards there as far as through the air. Howell getting it done, had 90 yards overall, and then not be able to contribute with another couple. But man, on the Milan Indian side, uh, on the ground, weren't able to put up 45 yards. You had Reed with 78 total yards. Uh, Cole still definitely getting a bulk of the carries there in the second half, so just a good job there. Uh, as far as what work was able to done, do through the air, uh, was able to put up there over 140 yards through the air, so a good job there, and then throw in a touchdown there. Did have that interception earlier, but again, much more of a uh, uh, pseudo punt as far as on that interception, but still shows on the stats that way. Uh, Cavins through the air, put like 12 yards there. But how about 119 yards for uh, Norman? Uh, two interceptions tonight, one for a touchdown. That's his third interception on the year. Just a great job. Asherman still getting it done. Had 56 total yards there. Wade uh, contributed to another five. So just an overall uh, full-team uh, contribution in this win. Thank you so much for the Ivy Tech Community College Stats Report. Campuses is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Visit them at ivytech.edu. Now it is time to turn over uh, the <laughs> to Happy Jack to announce some uh, awards here in this game. And we want to start with the star of the game presented by Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. I know there's uh, many candidates, but if you narrowed it down to one that is uh, most deserving, I know we're, we're really putting you on the spot here. This is going to be a tough call for you. It, 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 it's 
Adam Norman. All right. It, uh, it really just has to be. I wanted it to be Wirt. I really did because I love watching him play both sides of the ball. But I'm telling you, Norman, hats off. He did it. Well, if uh, you were going to ask me for the key to the test, I would say you got that answer correct. That's the way I was going to be leaning. Uh, Adam had a phenomenal night on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, he hauled in that great catch on the fader out, 20-yard uh, TD that uh, kind of broke the game open. But then he had that big uh, interception return early as well. So, um for the fact that he made plays on both sides of the ball and big plays at that, I think you're spot on with the uh, star of the game. So congratulations to Adam Norman. You can be the star of your game in a new car, truck, or SUV with a warranty forever from Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet. And I think we already alluded to this a little bit um, at, throughout the broadcast, but the player who fueled their team by Wardway Fuels, just a Milan defense <laughs> across the board. Absolutely lights out tonight. They came into tonight's contest giving up 38 points per game. Only allowed seven tonight, and were just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, really, were just a great overall performance. And again, the reason—if you were trying to give me one person name—and I've been like, hold on, because there's a list of players below that, so you kind of have to, you know, highlight the whole defensive front there, and even in the secondary, because I mean, they really threw the whole, uh, you know, offensive game plan from the Chargers off, and just a great overall uh, coming together from a defensive standpoint. Well, I know people are uh, kind of ready to uh, wrap it up, and we are <laughs> as well. But I want to give individual recognition to some of the guys on the Milan defense. Across that front line, Alex Winger, great tonight. Chandler Rutherford, usually great every night. He was awesome. Hunter Merida, um, Nolan Ryan, and more specifically, Cole Moore, I think, made more plays at defensive end. Uh, nothing, not taking away anything from Nolan because he played fine as well. Alec Barker, Caden Yorn, solid in the middle. They're getting better every week at linebacker. And then Cavins made some plays in the secondary. So did Wirt. Steele had a pick six. Norman had a pick six. So uh, we just want to... Uh, Extend congratulations to all of those young men for the game they played on the defensive side of the ball. So the Milan defense are the players who fueled their team. Wardway Fuels is your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit wardway.com. So with that, I don't believe we're going to hear from Coach Ryan Langferman as uh, he's uh, celebrating with uh, some of the other coaches down on the field. Certainly the uh, biggest win of the 2020 season for Milan. They will next play. At Edinburgh, that'll be another conference game for them next week. They got Oldenburg the following week. They'll travel to Providence and then wrap up with Switzerland County. So they only have three more conference games to go to lock down the conference championship. That is one of the primary goals for this team, and it is in sight after a big win tonight. I mean, they've got nothing but, uh, you know, daylight ahead of them. But I'm telling you, they're going to have all the confidence in the world. Uh, some of the uh, conference opponents that they have have struggled this year already. So if they can be able to take this win and use this as momentum, uh, they can really be looking themselves truly as look back and go, wow, that really was the conference championship de facto game uh, because this really could be what propels them to that championship. Yeah, just a couple more final thoughts here in the postgame show. Uh, we kind of talked at the top storyline of this game was certainly it was a big game in the conference. We'll maybe decide who the conference champion is. And even though Coach Langferman didn't want his players thinking about last year, last year's in the past, but you got to think for some of those players, and especially for the uh, students here and the stands and the parents and the fans, they certainly know what happened last year, and it's got to be a sweet, sweet victory for Milan to kind of avenge those two losses from last season to North Decatur.
Well, it allows you to make a clean break because now you can kind of put last year truly into the past. Sure. You can be able to take this win and propel yourself forward here because now when you look back, all you're going to remember is the win. The loss is just that. It's out of the picture. The win's now. Use that momentum. Build going forward. You take the good. You take the bad, but you're going to build from this win going forward. And certainly they have their eyes on the prize for a mid-Indiana football conference championship, but we just have to make it known. Another matchup with North Decatur could be looming come sectional time, and uh, we would certainly be up for that because it's always fun when these two teams get together. And uh, we do want to, uh, you know, kind of congratulate North Decatur for uh, the season they're having so far and a hard-fought game here tonight. They're certainly going to have more wins on their schedule as it goes on, and they're going to continue to get better and better. And uh, so, too, will Milan as they get into the bulk of their conference schedule. But a really fun game here tonight. Uh, We're certainly glad to see Milan come away with the 25-7 victory. Any final thoughts from you, Happy Jack? Just uh, great to have high school football here. Glad to have good high school football weather. And uh, can't wait for next week for more high school football. Absolutely. And uh, every week that we get to go out and broadcast a game, it is uh, certainly a a good thing. And it's um, definitely a privilege, maybe more so this year than any other year now. For our high school broadcast schedule, just want to keep everybody in the loop. Um, South Dearborn has had some unfortunate circumstances with COVID-19. They didn't play tonight against Greensburg. They postponed their game against East Central, but we are getting an indication that they are actually going to play that game next week. It's looking like it's going to be a Saturday game. If South Dearborn and East Central do indeed play, it'll be the first game on Backman Field, and uh, we do plan to be there, but we are going to kind of play it by ear. We do have a backup plan to go to Batesville to cover the Batesville-Lawrenceburg game if that East Central-South Dearborn game does not happen, but the preference would be to cover that first game on the brand-new turf at South Dearborn. So we'll continue to keep all of our listeners updated on that um, as we get into the new work week on Monday. So uh, stay tuned to Eagle Country 99.3 and our website, EagleCountryOnline.com, for all the information on our high school football broadcast schedule. But um, tonight, great night for Milan football, a 25-7 win over North Decatur. Got to extend a few thanks before we sign off here. First, I want to uh, thank Happy Jack, my colleague, always having fun out here, uh, bringing the energy, calling these games, always a lot of fun. We want to thank Elliot Levy back in the studio for not only uh, running the board, but Providing updates for us, Lawrenceburg up 36 to nothing. Also, the Reds um, beating the White Sox, so they're keeping their uh, playoff hopes alive. Uh, we want to thank the athletic director here at Milan, John Pryfogel, for getting us set up with everything we need. And, of course, the uh, head coaches of these two teams for providing stats, rosters, interviews, things of that nature. Uh, it's been a great night here from Milan. So, for Happy Jack, I'm Double T Travis there. Milan wins at 25-7 over North Decatur. This has been High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. You've been listening to a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Dearborn County Casa, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacies, Caring, Heating, and Cooling, Ag Ford and Greendale, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Safe Passage, Inc., U.S. Army Lawrenceburg Recruiting Station, Wardway Fuels, Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Thank you for listening, and join us next time for a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.